You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Nation, the Nash, as we say. December 29th, 2020. That was the final episode of a little show we call Side Quest Side Sesh. This was the show that we did live almost every week when the COVID-19 pandemic forced us to shutter our doors, shut down all production, and find new ways to create sweet, moist content for you. <laughs> For our tens of millions of followers. We've had several uh, occasional live shows since then, like the Extra Life marathons that we do, or, or we've done a couple strange Aeons marathons over the years. We've gone live, live, but as we've grown as a business, our commitment to uh, audio and video perfection has grown along with our budget. So we've moved away from live because, frankly, we create a better technical product when we pre-record. But sometimes, sometimes, you need to throw the polish out the window and get down in the trenches. Take off your sweetened audio and synced video condoms and go at it raw. <laughs> oh, man. Right, there Matthew? Was, there were so many metaphors there. The- that <laughs> yeah. I, can't I didn't even think up. he was Adelaide. going that way. That turned so fast. Cheers, Troy. That was crazy. Cheers, yeah. Troy, for turning Dude. so fast. Matthew man. knows what I'm talking about, you raw dog and son of a bitch. <laughs> a lot of... Sorry, I'm st- I'm still back. On, I'm still back on the moist content. Yeah. <laughs> if I had three words to describe our content, one of them would always be moist. And the other two? They're all moist. It would be moist. If I had three it, words, it would be moist three times. Is it like just like synonyms a, for moist? Is it like a buttery moist? Like a like a buttery cookie moist, or just like just soggy? Soggy. You're gonna moist. regret asking too many questions. I probably yeah. will. People hate uh, that word. I think you might want to stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I chose it. But listen, tonight ushers in a new era from our humble uh, conglomerate because our touring... <laughs> our humble conglomerate. You buffoon. Our, our humble touring global... <laughs> global Glass monopoly. Cannon live show that we've been doing since 2018 is happening right now. And it's live. <laughs> your earphones are flying off your head. You're so you're so excited. You're gesticulating, so fired up, and it has nothing to do with this bourbon and ginger. <laughs> <laughs> you're drinking with a straw. I noticed. Yeah, we're we're a straw family now. We're a straw family. Uh, how is everybody doing? I, I'm, I'm so excited, uh, to do this. I know that, that we tend to sometimes be, oh, God, there's so much going on. I'm just stressed out, but I'm excited because side quest, side sesh. I have such fond memories of doing that every week. It felt like, we felt like David Letterman going live at eight every Thursday. Uh, and now we're back. Yes. Uh, so many things about that statement. I know. You're really racking them up, Troy. These sentences the European are European listeners so have no idea what I'm talking about. 
Perfect meme, Skid. Perfect meme. <laughs> I'm also very excited to be live. I never really liked the move to pre-record it. The only thing I liked about it is I thought it was preposterous to think that we would be available every Monday and Thursday night forever. <laughs> like, that's just not going to happen. So the best way to keep the content consistent is to pre-record it and make sure people get their show every week and that it sounds great. But when you're not live, actually live, you miss like Steve Gettys just showing up and dropping 50 Tons of subs. Hundred classic. Subs. That's a classic Gettys move. It's a classic Gettys move. He shows Bring up when it's live from down under. <laughs> Every time we do this, so reliable. Shows up most He's generous dude in the world. Subs. Yeah, for reals. Uh, Doc Robotnik giving them out. So yeah, it's it's great to be with you guys live. Uh, I, I appreciate it. What up, Neil Borg? Chamber of Commerce. Um. I should also introduce uh, a friend of ours. I don't know if everyone is familiar with this young lady, uh, but she is uh, a star that shines brighter than uh, everyone all of us. but yeah. Skid. Uh, <laughs> and she is joining the show. She is joining the tour. She is joining our lives. City Emanuel, everybody! City Emanuel! Oh, thanks, guys. Troy, did you, did you call me a friend? Whoa. Did I hear that? Uh, I've been drinking. You can't hold anything else. Yeah. It's, it's recorded. Damn we it. have it on. Yeah, we have recorded. it on recorded. Somebody's going to take that little bit. I am your friend. I am your friend. Put, putting it on a thirty-minute loop, listening to it every night before I go to bed. Uh, you no, did good I'm, work today, Sydney. <laughs> I love you, Sydney. I am so proud of you. Good night. Uh, no, I'm ecstatic. To be here, to be live. I mean, I also like. I miss being live. It's it's totally a different experience. And oh. then you gave me a sweet, sweet taste of it when I got to uh, go on tour with you guys, which I am so excited to be doing again. Uh, and now to be on fucking Strange Aeon and fucking rocks. I'm thrilled. I'm yeah. thrilled. I love playing with you guys. Couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, you came with us to uh, Milwaukee and St. Paul. Uh, and now you're 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 gonna be on the road with us in just a, over a week because we're coming to Nashville, Nashville next week, and Atlanta. Uh, and and Sydney's gonna be joining us, but Skid unfortunately won't be with us. Uh, so we're gonna have Jared Logan uh, fill in. Skid, we're gonna miss you, man. But you you've been having a rough couple of weeks. I know, I know. I got I got COVID in Indianapolis. I now maybe have pneumonia. <laughs> so like. I've, I've Brutal. just, yeah, it's been, it's been tough. And I really, 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 I wanted to go to Atlanta too, but I really want to go to Nashville. I love Nashville. I was so excited about, uh, doing a show down our, my, my new best friend in the world, Jason Charles Miller is going to be down there. I was going to get to hang out with him. Wait, Jason's going to be down there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cause he's going to be at, uh, uh, origins and he's doing a show in Nashville too, but I Dragon think it's, uh, I think it's like, a, or yeah, uh, Dragon Con. I think it's a few days before our show. He's going to be gone already, but he's going to be there too. Uh, so yeah, I was super excited about that and, um, yeah, can't make it this time, but what hopefully next time I will be there. We'll see you in Boston, um, for sure. And we'll see you tonight and, uh, all the shows that we're going to do between, because this is the new, this is going to be the new normal folks. Uh, a lot of people wondering how this is going to work. Um, and so I'll explain that. So am I. talking to Matthew, uh, <laughs> We're going live tonight. This is Glass Cannon Live 45. Tonight's story is going to pick up right from where we left off on that second Indianapolis show, the matinee with this stupid <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Yes. 
That was his, that was his name. <laughs> that was his name. After tonight's show, we're like I said, we're in Nashville and Atlanta next, next week. So the Nashville show will pick up from this, and the Atlanta show will pick up from the Nashville show. So next Tuesday, this show will release as a podcast and a YouTube video. The following Tuesday, Nashville will release as a podcast, and hopefully Harry will have time to get the video done. And then the following Tuesday, uh, Atlanta will release as a podcast and a video. That Thursday, so two days after September fifteenth. We'll be live again uh, right here. And so that's the plan. So you'll always have a show uh, releasing every Tuesday. And then, you know, a couple times a month, we're going to be going live. But the, the feed should never be interrupted until we get to the holidays, basically. So that's that's the plan. Uh, I feel like I've explained it before, and I feel like I'll have to explain it again. But that's the plan. One clarifying question. I'll give you some time. Um, on the Thursdays, that we are performing live, for example, in Nashville, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there will be no live stream. Right. Right. Logically. Because, um, and we'll I be. feel like you're the only one that has this question. I don't think I am. So I'm asking, okay. I'm asking for other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because today's stream is going to release next Tuesday. And then we do the Nashville show instead of releasing something on Thursday. Basically, the continuity of the Tuesday releases is what will remain unbroken. Yeah, in go. terms of what will be streamed, it all depends on whether or not there is a live show to release. I'm real realizing I'm still going to have to explain this again, but not tonight because we got too much show. However, Matthew, how are you? I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you since Gen Con. I haven't even talked to you. I didn't even, I think I sent you a couple invoices to pay. That was it. You did. <laughs> and to I pay Troy for services he right. rendered to you. No, yes. Just personal that invoices. That new deck isn't going to build itself. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Troy just loves it out there in the summer sun, shirt off, tool belt. Yep. You're doing Nail a double gun. coat on that stain, right, Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> Winter is coming. I, I occasionally ask Troy for a, a glass of fruit juice to, uh, to help replenish my hydration, and he says no. Yep, and then I because and then I uh, it's not on the invoice, so uh, we move on. Uh, but you're doing well. Everything's well. Everything's, everything's good. Everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. I I am feeling because my air conditioning is off, a tad moist, a little moist. <laughs> I'm I'm also moist, moist yeah. and ready to go. Moist and ready. We have central air, but this is the last room of the house that soaks it up. My yep. office. Uh, so uh, me too. Especially once I start yelling, I'm just immediately sweating for the next two hours. Uh, <laughs> Sydney, that is going on your tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a long tombstone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm being frozen, Sydney, are you? <laughs> are we not even a joke. There? Are you? What's your What's your air conditioning situation? What do you got going on over there? You got a fan? I have a. <laughs> I I wish I could be more of like a no AC person. I would love to just not have AC because it's annoying to have in the windows. It's expensive for your electricity. It doesn't actually get the room. It gets the room cold. doesn't get the apartment cold. We've all lived in New York City. We know what I'm talking about. I made the best investment that I've ever made in an apartment. Hired an electrician, installed the ceiling fan in my bedroom. Oh, yeah. Took out a, a, a shitty track lighting that was in my bedroom. I hated it. I said, who put mm-hmm. this there? And I put in just a, you know, solid ceiling fan. And it has made a world of difference for my comfortability in the summer. And I just leave it running every day, all day. That's Great. awesome. You Good always strike you. me as a relatively comfortable person. That's And shocking. I always figured that it was possibly just a result of your relative youth compared to the rest of us but knowing that you have a ceiling fan it makes all the sense in the world 
Yeah, I'm so calm because of my ceiling fan. I recommend everyone get a ceiling fan. Uh, but no, I'm like Troy, though. I, I start like moving my body even slightly, and I am sweating through my clothes. Can't ever wear a Heather Gray t-shirt. Not for me. Yeah, I'm a big sweater. Uh, I hate it. You guys all, Joe's a, Joe can get some flop sweat. Oh. Matthew, you get sweaty, too. Yeah, I guess, I'm an intense guess we're all sweaty. He's a very sweaty man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're very her suit. It, yeah. it, 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 I, that's true, but it, the sweating existed long before the, the hairiness set in. So, well, isn't that a thing that like you were a sweaty baby? Sweaty baby, <laughs> I, that's not a lie. <laughs> your parents kept dropping your out of the womb. putting deodorant on your little baby arms. <laughs> your baby stinks. Isn't that Italian infant stinks. Has this baby been isn't playing basketball? <laughs> I was well bathed. I just ran hot. <laughs> but sweating is a good thing no like if you don't sweat you have a problem like your, yeah. your toxins aren't being released so like mm, i would right. say it's healthy right you all yeah, sweat sure but it feels miserable like when Sucks. you're <laughs> when you're trying to do a show you know because yeah. you're moist yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's an like, unpleasant especially in my in my neck region oh, it drives me nuts I'm just like whoa fuck. yeah i'm oh, sweating just it. hearing him talk about sweat i know <laughs> And then, uh, and then uh, right they call me Stino in chat is like, get yourself a box fan. Stino, let me tell you what a box fan on the, in the back of the room sounds like in a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like it is it, unlistenable. I have joking. a silent ceiling fan above me that I can't turn on during yeah. recordings. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not even like when I have, when I have a fan on the other side of the room, I can literally can see my waveform go from a, like a straight, just a little, little thin line to just a chunk. <laughs> Do you see how we suffer for our art? <laughs> Dancing like monkeys for you. <laughs> it's just till the just as long as the summer is like we only have like a couple three more months of this and then we'll be okay. <laughs> it's the worst season. It's the worst season ever and some of our uh most heated arguments have come from summer recordings. All yes. of them. Right back 12 the angry beginning. men. 12 angry yeah, men. Yeah, 12 that's literally half. Uh, Do the right thing. Game. Right, mm-hmm. like yep. all these movies, they the tamed it. Exactly, Titanic. All these I'm movies gonna... is because of the heat, the intense heat that these characters are experiencing. That's the source of the conflict. It's an exacerbating f- factor. The first Iwiga episode where we the podcast almost ended was very, <laughs> very much like body very heat. hot. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, you mean the most heavily epi- edited episode in the history of podcast? <laughs> yes. Episode fifty-five. Yep. Yeah, the episode so horrifically edited, we felt we had to start a show to explain it, called Cannon Fodder. Yeah, Cannon Fodder came from apolog- apologizing. <laughs> we'll leave it Still to good. you to decide who was Kathleen Turner and who was William Hurt in that on that day. <laughs> it was a hell of a day. Uh, well, hopefully we won't get into too many heated arguments tonight. I think tonight is just going to be pure, unadulterated, R-rated fun. Oh. Oh my! <laughs> okay. Is there gonna be? Is there gonna be violence? Because I can't. There might be a little violence. Hold on. Oh. Okay, I'm you holding. Keep talking. You were oh, making I thought me I was holding. Go on. get a beer. So. Bad. <laughs> yeah, that looks like what? a nice, good pour. Wait, what? let's see how foamy that is. Actually, was it a good pour? Oh, 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 come on, baby, stay with me. It's too foamy. Stay with <laughs> me. Don't up you the spill pour. on my keyboard. You fucked up the pour so bad. This is from Foam Brewers in uh, Burlington, Vermont. Uh, it's one of my favorite breweries whenever I go out to Burlington area, and they never distribute in this area. Had it at my local packy. Nice. Oh, uh, Jen you with know, two ends. She knows foam. She knows foam. She knows Nobody foam. Nobody knows foam. Like, Jen with two ends. Right? We, should a, we should do a show in the Burlington area. Oh, dude. Oh. Amazing. Dude, don't, don't even get me, me with started, a good time. bro. It's so nice. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah. Do you have any Burlington uh, Nash members? Do we have 160? That's kind of our nut. We need 160 people. Raise your hand. We could Burlington. get the Canadians. We could, we could get, get the Canadians. Canadians. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I'm looking yeah. at doing a Canadian show next year and just replacing Matthew. A Canadian show? <laughs> yeah. A Canadian show. No, yeah, a with Canadian, a Canadian theme show or team? a show in Canada. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a funny, funny joke and all, but I, but I really do want to go to Canada. <laughs> I do too, man. I'm thinking either Toronto or Vancouver. Oh, 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 well, for God's sakes. How about you start with Toronto? Ease yourself in. Well, the only reason I say Vancouver is I know we have an audience there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we have so many Seattle fans. Like, yeah, Why don't we do Northwest? Seattle and Vancouver in one trip? Well, now you're just crazy. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. Wow. Uh, but we're, 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 we're talking about that. What was I talking Burlington. Fucking love Burlington. Want to do a glass cannon live? Fucking Burley? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that, would be, that so would be so out amazing. of control. We would need six designated drivers because there are so many amazing <laughs> breweries. Alchemist is out there. And Stowe. we'd have to stay like, we'd have to stay like three, four nights even. We'd get a house yeah. like up yeah. in the mountains. Uh, I yep. was up there Chalet. recently. I was up there recently, actually, for uh, a friend's band. I like groupied and went up and I. Went to Vermont for my entire childhood, but never Burlington. I never went that far up. And I finally went to Burlington, and it rocks. It's such yeah. a cute town. I mean, it's a college town, but it's, like, so cute. So many breweries. I only went to, like, two, and there's so many more to go to. We should uh, we should make it happen. That'd be Hang great. out with Bernie Sanders. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah. We could do a, 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 a combination live show campaign event. There you go. Now we're talking, Skid. Now we're talking. Uh, maybe then we would get more than $10,000 off of... No, anyways, uh, let's talk... You have a 10% chance to make this roll. <laughs> 10%, 5% of a 10% chance to make this roll. We're 17 minutes in, we have good. not played any Pathfinder, and this is more fun than I've had in the last <laughs> seven years. Skid just reminded me that I need to bring dice to this event. Oh, ah. I didn't even think about it. I've just been having, having fun chatting. Yeah. I don't even have my dice. Hanging out with friends. Take well, twice. yeah, you're going to need dice tonight to make some perception checks. And that is it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, okay. Uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about the game. We have had a... Uh, what, what month is it now? August? Yeah, the very... The tail end of August. The tail dog August. days, right? Yeah. We've had a hell of a 2022. We've been to Dallas, Richmond, Boston, Milwaukee, St. Paul, Portland, Seattle, D.C., Columbus, L.A., San Francisco... In Indianapolis so far uh, doing this show. Next week will be in Nashville for the first time. Please, if you are anywhere in that area, come on down to Nashville, Tennessee to see that show. And then two days later, we're in Atlanta. End of September, we're going to be back in Boston, uh, the only city we're doing twice this year. Uh, and then Brooklyn in October. And then we're finishing the year uh, in Philly once we uh, lock down uh, a new venue uh, this year. Oh, it's a new venue? Yeah, I think so. The uh, what is Underground the one Arts. Underground Arts d- d- only had a matinee for us on Saturday, and I was like, oh. I never yeah. want to do a matinee again. Um, so we're uh, actually- This is an evening function. This, this game is, a, is an evening function. Leave the kids at home. Bring out your mistress. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's what we say. Is uh, it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a show for adulterers. This is a show <laughs> for adulterers. Big sign up front. Monogamy. 
is not welcome in our audience. Monogamy is not fantasy. Monogamy is for losers. Uh, oh, what? You're going to get one girlfriend? <laughs> Loser. Boston, Brooklyn, Philly. Listen, that at the end of the day, that's our adventure. That's our adventure around the globe. But let's talk about our hero's adventure because it's been a hum dinger so far. Their journey to find a man named Count Hazerton Lyles IV has led them to a boat trip down the Selen River aboard a boat called the Selen Starling, captained by a feisty halfling named Skywin Freeling. You all know that Lowell's has gone south along the selling, uh, along the selling as well, because he's headed for Kadira to try and track down a book called the Necronomicon. This is a book that's containing secrets and knowledge that Lowell's is trying to unlock for whatever his scholarly pursuits are. Now, in order to find out the location of this book, Lowell's enacted this dream ritual that took him into the dreamlands where he met a figure known as the Mad Poet who told Lowell's where this book could be found. Something in that exchange caused a, caused a portion of Lowell's psyche to break off and remain in the dreamlands. You met this piece who called himself the Yellow King. The Yellow King told you that in order to find out more about Lal's studies and his journeys, you too should seek an audience with the Mad Poet. But in order to do so, you should also seek out the same gifts that Lal's presented to the Mad Poet. Gifts that can only be found by traveling across the dreamlands in Lal's footsteps. You now have two of those gifts. You have a Viscount's signet ring... And you have a, a, a purple-green mottled tail of a creature known as a pard. Five gifts remain. Five trips to the dreamlands remain. And a long journey down the Selen remains. Thinking back to the list you found of Lal's gifts, the next item on your list is a, quote, skull of ghoul royalty. End quote. <laughs> it's been taking you around five to seven days to tag team research these items, to learn what you can about them, as well as the phrase that Lal's used during the dream ritual to enter the area of the dreamlands where these items are supposed to be. So this is what you've been up to. In the meantime... Aldo, Atticus, Sir Julie, and Tiny Murder Clown were just adventuring in a part of the dreamlands known as the Enchanted Forest. This is where they got the pard tail that they sought from a group of zoogs. <laughs> they come back, wake up from that experience. Halster is still wasting away in the brig for the crime of shaving crew members extracting <laughs> fluids from them. You soon discover when you come uh, up deck that your other companion, Xantar, king of the Zoogs, a lost barbarian 
was shunted back to the material plane when Tiny Murder Clown walked down the dream ritual staircase and joined you in the enchanted forest. Evidently, he's been lying on the deck, barely able to speak with the exhaustion exerted upon him from being torn through two planes of reality. The only member of the crew with any medical training, Dinky Fustumble. Dinky assures you that Santara will be all right. He just needs rest. Don't talk to him until at least Nashville. <laughs> he needs he needs some time to recover from that experience. How fares the king? <laughs> Dinky just gives you a look like the king is dead. So it so he is dead. Then it's over. It's over. He'll be fine. We must Just address let the, him rest. There is the matter of succession. What if he doesn't survive this process? He must no, know. I've, he must be able to coronate a new king. Indeed. The worst should happen. I've checked him. He'll he'll be fine. He needs... What's today? Thursday? One week he should be fine. Perhaps we should travel back to visit the Zoogs and inform them that he is alive. Don't be foolish. Book three is long enough. <laughs> Anyhow. Also, I Dinky, I find it rather disturbing that you have spent all this time lying about your inability to speak. Please, call me Dinky. Dinky, where did you receive your medical training? At the hospital, of course. I was an orderly. Was I the one that was mute? You were mute. Dinky Fustumble was the one that was mute. Well, truth be told, that's just something Skywin says because I don't like interacting with other people. I can speak, and this is my voice. I just thought my nod would be enough for you to move on, but here we are. I've come to enjoy your company, and so I'll no longer pretend to be mute. We are all friends, I guess. But how can we trust you, Dinky? Exactly. you can't. But I may be the only thing saving you from sepsis one of these days. (laughs) As I was an orderly, and I saw that word a lot on a lot of charts. (laughs) (laughs) Like in a land of magical healing. The one person that can offer that can offer medical medical assistance is a former orderly, now a sailor. <laughs> I always wanted to be a sailor. Anyhow, your friend will be fine. Just let him rest. And um, oh, look, it's Skywin. And uh, the captain comes out of her chambers, uh, comes onto the deck. It's daytime now. You've been uh, gone since nighttime. Obviously, time moves a little different while you're in the dreamlands. You look up; the sky's blue. Save for a few ominous clouds in the distance. Lower third comes up. Day 39. And then slowly fading up next to it. 390 miles into the journey. Whoa. Wow. And then, if this is a movie, day 39 would fade out first. And then 390 miles. Cool. And then journey. So... Oh, 390 out of how many? Who knows? Into the, it's still on the screen. Journey. (laughs) That one takes the longest. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, into the. Into the, just. (laughs) 
Swipes. Becomes swipes. wisps. <laughs> Just leaving Journey? <laughs> Just leaving Journey, yes. It starts playing Journey, like in the background. Skywin says to you, Well, Loco decided to get up. You've been so busy going off on your weird dream tip trips. You're lucky the journey has been relatively uneventful. If we run into any trouble, I'll want you here, not roaming around Dreamtown. That was our deal when I took you aboard. And we shall honor that deal. But can we interest you in a jaunt to the Dreamlands, Captain? No. My place is here on the ship. A captain never abandons her crew. You you will remain on the ship. You will also dream your way into a grand adventure. I gave up dreaming a long time ago, Sir Knight. If you've seen the things I've seen, you would too. Now listen. We're making a stop this afternoon in the city of Zur to resupply. And when we get there, I'll be the only one stepping off the boat to get what we need. I'll have to pay docking fees and a heavy tithe to gain admittance to their weird little town. And each of your heads is going to cost me even more. I don't know if you're familiar with the nation of Razmiran, but it's an area that's full of religious zealots and bullies who use their faith as an excuse for their behavior. I've tried my best to avoid most Razmiri cities in the past, but we're running low, and I... And she kind of pauses. I... I didn't want to stop at my usual ports. Why didn't you want to stop in your usual ports? She turns on you. Well, it might be nothing, but the, uh... The crew's been complaining about seeing a boat somewhere in the distance behind us. It's, uh... Evidently an uh, ominous-looking red-sailed ship that seems to only make its an appearance when there's a heavy fog. One day, Fanny Creminger said she saw it, and I looked, and I thought I saw it as well, but a moment after it was gone. I don't want to make any unnecessary stops just in case that boat does exist and it's trouble. But now we have no choice. We need to resupply, so there it is. At least all these hefty fees that I'll be paying the dock workers should keep us safe. Now, don't be causing any trouble when we get there. If there's something you need, just let me know, and I'll get it for you in town. Providing you have the coin. Otherwise, I want to get in and get out. These zealots. Give me the creeps. Could I do a society check on... Zer in particular and Razmiran in general. Yeah, totally. See what I know. Uh, I'll do the same. Just I know a lot as a player, but I don't know what Atticus does. So. Right, and I got a natural twenty. Oh 34. my goodness, <laughs> thirty-four. Oh. But I got a twenty-three. Society. Uh, it's funny, Lake and Carthen has become such a uh, recurring theme in so many of our games. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, are we traveling through the lake and into another river system down to the inner sea? Is that it, how it's? It's my understanding that uh, the Selen River is like—I don't know if this is the right word—but I feel like it's a tributary of the lake. Yeah, like it—it—it it, it all the water all flows into each other because Zur is a port 
on the on, on the Lake banks of Lake and Carthen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so the river's pretty wide. Like uh, you've noticed as you've gone along, sky winds sometimes will favor the east side of the river as opposed to the west. And if you ask her about it, sometimes it's like, ah, I don't like the groups on that side. I don't like the groups on this side. Another time she stays in the middle. Um, but now you're moving towards the uh, the western side. Um, the importance of Zur is that it's completely controlled by the priests of Razmir. And, uh, you know, especially from our, our good buddy Jason Bullman, we know a lot about Razmir, and that it's it's ruled by a tyrant who uh, self-styles himself a living god. And so all yeah. these f- uh, fanatical devotees are just like, they believe that he is uh, a god. And he's, he's kind a, of like... He's a fraud, but right. that's not common knowledge, right? Right, he's total charlatan. Yeah. Um... Just looking here at a fun little note from the Pathfinder wiki, rumors suggest that because Zur was the first city Razmir conquered when he came to the area, some of its inhabitants remember certain secrets that the faithful would deem blasphemy, including the fact that Zur might be home to a number number of bastard offspring of the living god. Oh, wow. So cool. Yeah. That's really cool. This This is one of my favorite sort of uh, centers for lore in Galarian, and it's nothing—it's nothing we've ever explored either. Like we've no, never. No, I, I've really heard Jason here. talk about it just from hanging out with him. It's my yeah. understanding, and I, I might be butchering this, Joe. You—you you probably know better than I do. But like when Paizo started, they had their writing team, and to create Gal- Galarian, they just <laughs> gave everybody an assignment to come up with, and that's what came up with the world. It's like, are right, you? come up with something and they came back like here's Taldor here's what goes on in Taldor here's what... and Jason one of the ones he created was uh, Rasmiran yeah am I, am I, I th- totally butchering the truth I think that? that's right I think this is his it's, thing it's partially true I, I think the right? early stages uh, there were a lot fewer people like, it's just a handful yeah. of them crafted the general idea or even just a name and a basic geographical concept and then years later, other writers would populate it with depth and whatever. But yeah, Rasmir is a Jason Bullman creation. Rasmaran. Uh, okay. This is uh, this is shady. I don't know. All right. I guess we don't want to get off the boat. Is there anything you want to purchase? Do you have the coin for it? Uh, man, I just don't know my way around Tui items yet. I'll send yeah, an email. I'll send an email thing. later, so we can work it out. Yes, we'll we'll do it later. I'm because sure she'll understand. The, it's the most confusing thing that I haven't really dug into. Even I've I've been studying a lot. Uh, I've been I've been watching this uh, how to play as a channel. The, the Pathfinder 2E videos has been great. And actually, I was watching one of the videos uh, today, and it was a video about initiative. And he said at one point, it's just like, all right, so now it's time to roll Rick a roll for initiative. Come on. And it, yeah, and it was just like, it, I, you know, there was no reference to anything about us, like, ever. I was just, like, watching yeah. all these videos. And it was Send really him cool. a cease and desist. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's our thing. Michael, are you um, watching? Right. Craft that email. <laughs> but, uh, but that's the one thing that I really don't have a handle on at all yet is magic items. I don't. They, they feel very different from previous we're also at a disadvantage by starting at seventh level instead of starting at first i think that if you start at first it makes a lot more sense going along the way but i know for that first show in seattle matthew had a weapon that we only found out later like you're not supposed to have that weapon 
even though you could afford it. And so that, that's that's a level of complication that we didn't have to deal with in first edition. So mm-hmm. we'll learn. Um, so what I'll say is if there's something that you may want, just think about it. And uh, in Nashville, we can say that you got it. Have we gotten no money in our uh – Dreamlands expeditions, like there's no money, right? Nothing. We don't come back, back with anything, that. right? You don't bring anything back with you, yeah. So all I we don't. have is what we walked onto the boat with, yeah. It yeah. yeah. usually means there's a big money dump coming, yeah, yeah, but not in this book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, poo. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, yeah, think about I've it. I've got, I've got some gold, but I don't think I've got anything for a real decent six level item or something. But I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. You see the selling starling coasting down the river and getting closer and closer to the bank uh, where the dock is and you just see the people like milling about on the dock and they're all dressed very similarly with uh, long white robes and masks covering their face oh yeah the masks like, like uh, V is for Vendetta type masks you know like white masks or more like uh, eyes wide shut type masks that'll be yeah. fun uh, so everyone, they're a little slightly different, but they all have these masks on, and they just look at you expressionless as you pull in. Uh, you see Skywin uh, pay, uh, the first pay a docking fee, and then you see someone come up with all sorts of paperwork, and they're counting everybody on the boat. Uh, they come up on the boat, and they walk downstairs into the hold just to make sure there's no other people down there, and, of course, they count Halster, and so you have... Uh, she has to end, she has to pay a heavy tithe based on the number of people, and you see her just kind of like begrudgingly paying it, but not giving them any guff uh, because it's just a creepy scene. Uh, this is this like culty, weird dude comes on board, and you hear his voice behind the mask. Is there anyone in the hold? Oh yes, one prisoner. Uh, so that all happens, and then she says, "I'll be right back," and she goes off. Tiny murder clown. About ten minutes later. He's just been staring at this place the whole time, staring at the uh, Resmiri priest. And he's like, Wait a minute! I know this place! I know this place! I'll be right back! And Tiny Murder Clown, like, slips away, and Dinky and Fanny and Pedro Alakabam are like, No! You're just supposed to stay on the boat! And he's like, It's fine! disobeying instructions is what I do eighth best (laughs) and he just fucking takes off you see him run up the street and all these little uh, all these uh, masked people are just watching this gnome scuttle into the city oh no we should write that down eighth best disobeying instructions (laughs) disobeying instructions (laughs) I don't do a good uh, that's a pretty good I was pretty good you did fine well, nice. I really hope he's not carrying any identification that would connect connect him with this boat and us. Oh, no. He's not. I don't believe he really knows who he is. Yes, How we are the him? only ones who hold his identification. <laughs> right. We have his paperwork in our handy haptic. <laughs> so Aldo, like, gives a shudder, and he's just like, I, I just, I've got, I've got some experience with religious zealots where I come from always unpleasant what 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 religion did they belong to uh well come from very far away away it's very uh very different (laughs) from anything you're used to oh i am a my knowledge of religion is vast sure it is it's quite different from what they do here though (laughs) 
<laughs> ah, but I am a student of religion. You should tell me. Perhaps I know it. Well, uh, you ever heard of Unitarianism? <laughs> we roll a religion check. Scary. <laughs> um, is it cruel? Known? Cruel dogmatic people <laughs> seek to subjugate all to their perverse teachings. You're lucky you've never met one. But in any case, I don't relish the prospect of uh, spending a lot of time in this place. I know what they're like. What do you make of the red ship following us? That, I also wanted to do a society check to see... Because it sounds like this might be something supernatural. But I want to see if there's... I want to do a society check to see if that would match the kind of uh, colors or practices of any nations or in the region... Yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Uh, 19. Yeah. If you start thinking about it, you do remember that shortly before you were attacked by those uh, amphibious creatures that jumped onto the boat yeah. and the Seattle show, it was, it was like maybe moments before that, uh, some of you noticed this ship that they're talking about. In the distance, uh, you know, very, very far away, but definitely coming in your direction, uh, and it seemed to appear and then disappear into the fog. Um, it doesn't ring a bell to you at the time. It didn't like, oh, that's a, a ship from Detroit. Um, it didn't really, you didn't really connect it to anything. The colors of the Red Wings. Yeah. <laughs> Steve you Eisenman. Better speak to your captain, Steve Eisenman. Uh, as the captain is Steve Eisenman. <laughs> Yar, the c- captain Eisenman. Um, yeah, there's nothing. There were no uh, nothing you could notice from that distance. And even as they explain it, they would link it to a particular place. But it is an ominous feeling to worry about being followed by a boat that sometimes is there and sometimes isn't. I would almost dismiss it as the fanciful sailors' tales if it were not for our own witnessing at such an event before we were attacked by those amphibious beasts. And the vibe you got from Skywind too, that she was like, I've, I've, I've heard the other sailors talking about it, but uh, I don't quite believe it. I thought I saw something, but I'm sure it was just a trick of the river. Uh, 45 minutes to an hour pass. I'd say just under an hour. Uh, and you see Skywind, uh, coming down that same uh, winding road that Tiny Murder Clown uh, disappeared on. And it looks like uh, she has another person with her. Um, As they get closer, it looks to be another halfling. uh, A female halfling. She has uh, blonde, wavy hair and she's wearing mithril armor um, with what looks like a golden dove on the breastplate. It's almost like glowing. There's something about it that looks like it's glowing, but it might just be the sunlight streaming in. Skywind comes up the gangplank with uh, this other halfling and starts talking to the crew. She's like, all right, let's shove off, and the sooner the better. I tell you, that place gets stranger every time I visit the living god. Get the fuck out of here! And as the as she's directing the sailors, the other halfling comes up on deck, and, and Skywin realizes she needs to make an introduction. She says, "This um, 
This young lady approached me as I was heading uh, back to the boat. She's looking for passage south as well. From my conversations with her, I think she'll be helpful. Um, Please, uh, introduce yourselves. And what does this halfling say? (gasps) What? What? (laughs) Uh, What? 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 Hold on. (laughs) Wait a second. I'm the halfling? (laughs) Uh, This halfling uh, turns to the group. Uh, She has a very (laughs) nice skin. Uh, she has a very friendly face. She is fair-skinned with these, like, bright blue eyes, and she looks up. Uh, I forget how tall everybody is. I'm assuming she's looking up at most of you. Uh, she looks up, and she says, Hi. Nice to meet y'all. My name's Ave. 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 Hi, Ave Maria. Ave Maria. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> oh, Ave. Does that ring any bells for you, Elder? Hmm? Ave, like mu- no. It's music got... to my ears. What? It does. It, it does, honestly, but nothing. Ave. Good name. Ave. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't stop saying it for some reason. Ave. Uh, my name's, uh, I'm Elder Kazimir. It gives a big, deep bow. Looks all six foot seven of him. And it says, uh, welcome uh, aboard the um, ship. Uh, my name is Atticus Grimm, and you're looking at a rat folk uh, dressed in uh, a collared shirt, small black tie, a uh, kind of like ratty, beat up, wet, then dried, then wet, then dried uh, jacket. And uh, uh, he's trying to keep it kind of formal. A, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Welcome aboard. And my name is Sir Julie Andrews, Knight of the Dawnflower. What brings you to Razmiran? Well, the questions. I like it. Uh, well, I was, uh, on my way south. I was heading toward Taldor. Uh, yeah, not much to say. I'm traveling alone. I like traveling alone, though I don't mind the kind company of fellows and helping me out. Thank you, Captain. She winks at the Captain. Uh, though I did pay, so not so much helping me out. It was, it was my coin for your ship. But, uh... Yeah, that, uh... I, I'm not with them, if that's what you're asking, Sir Julie. I'm not, uh... I'm not a priest. I wear holy garments, but I'm not... Oh, no. I'm, I'm not from there. No, you don't. You, you certainly don't look like one of them. No. No mask. Right. No, no mask for one. And also, you don't seem to be a stuck-up bugger for another. Oh, that's a good one. True. Let me ask you, Ave, if you don't mind, a more personal question. Where in this wide, great world do you hail from? It's somewhere far away. You probably don't know it. It's different from where we are now. Uh, probably different from where you're from. Where are you from? Your accent is hard to place. I'm from a very far way away and also... <laughs> it's strange, perhaps, that we, we haven't run into each other on our ways from the such far similarly faraway places. Place. Maybe we're from the same place, and wouldn't that be... Uh, Queensland? Tri- yep. You ever heard What'd of you Queensland? 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 
Nope. The land of the queen. Well, it's a very, very far away kingdom. I don't, don't want to dwell in it, but... Uh, no, it's just as refreshing to find someone here who's not one of these, you know, stuck-up sticky beaks. Uh, no, I come from a small, uh, a small village to the north. Uh, my family... I'm from a holy family. My father was a holy man. My mother was a holy woman. Oh. And, uh... Yeah, I started traveling at a young age to spread the good word, and I've just kind and of gone... Oh. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but whose good word would that be exactly? Uh, well, the good word of Sauron Ray. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Julie, who hadn't been paying attention the whole time. <laughs> well, so Julie was feeling very suspicious, and then she immediately dropped all of her weapons and... Uh, and immediately stripped off her armor, throws her armor aside, and leaps down onto her knees to pray. Oh. How funny if she had been like, Jesus Christ, I'm a Unitarian. <laughs> I know, I warned them about you people. String, throw her armor, boy. Ave, you and I are going to have such a time praying, worshiping. <laughs> studying the good word together. Yeah, wow. uh, Atticus like turns slightly to Aldo and is like, yes. there's two of them now. Religious times. <laughs> you're you're also a, a follower of Sarenrae. I have pledged my sword and my shield, which I no longer use because my sword is a two-handed weapon, to Sarenrae. I have given my life to service of the goddess. I have seen a great many things and done a great many things in her name. And I look forward to learning more and more of her bounty. That's fantastic! Wow, I've never... Oh, this is so exciting! I, 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 I'm... Normally, I just work alone, and normally it's, it's quite hard to find people who are so interested, and that's why I was going to Taldor. Uh, well, well, you know, they, well, they outlawed Saren Ray, but now it's not illegal what? to practice... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you didn't know. It was a really long time ago. But uh, it's no longer illegal to practice, so I was going to try to set up camp and and, uh, and bring her good word to light. But this is um, this is a good thing. I I, f- I feel good about this. It's 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 a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. What is your favorite bit of scripture? Oh wow! Oh. That would have to be. Oh, that would have to be the part uh, where she talks about. It's a little sexy song of Sarenrae. Uh, and it's the part where she talks about her body as the form of a sun. You know, she gets really in depth about her body, and and mm. I, I'm talking too much. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm talking no, too please much. Please continue. It's very erotic. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Have to entertain the rest of the crew. You notice Pedro Alakabam is sidling over. <laughs> I know the chapter and verse to which you refer, uh-huh. and I recite it aloud before every court. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) The song of coitus. You're all so forward. (laughs) Not quite all of us. Sir Julie, more than most, is very unashamed to share her darkest secrets. She has done a great many things in the name of Serenre. I have no secrets, rat. She, no. (laughs) I thought your name was Atticus. It is my name. Sir Julie is rather rude in the name of Serenre. I don't know if you uh, act as such. Uh, Do you consider yourself a polite person? Hmm. Well, I guess that depends. Well, I don't wear shoes, and you look down, she doesn't have any shoes on. 
Uh, <laughs> she said, it's just like flies buzzing around her <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> stinking feet. Very, they're like calloused, cracked and bleeding. They're calloused so much they look like wooden clogs. Uh, and she just she looks down. She says, "Some people find that rude, but I, I don't think I'm impolite for it. It's just my nature. Oh no, just standard halfling practice. Oh. Nothing rude about that." Uh, Saren Ray has much to say on the subject of halfling feet. Atticus, it is a bit rude of you. Quote the scripture, Sir Julie, the part where she talks about the halfling feet. Ah, yes. It is when the goddess says, Judge ye not the halfling feet, for they (laughs) are the feet that shall inherit the earth. (laughs) Uh, I believe there was a story where she even washed the halfling's feet. She washes (laughs) the halfling feet wherever she goes. That was what she was known for. Now, it might be rude on my part, and forgive me for intruding, but uh, is this your ship? I thought it was the captain's. This is a, quite a full crew of uh, very different folk. No, no we're like just you, we've sought passage. passage. Yeah. Why uh, you? Uh, we're just hitching a ride down where south. Are you, where are you headed? Uh, we're going to the far away. <laughs> Uh-huh. Go to the city of Kazmir. Yes, perhaps uh, we'll run into some of your relatives. Do you know? <laughs> or it? yours. Or mine, perhaps. Kazmir. Kazmir. Uh, I I might have heard of it. Uh, do they practice Saren Ray there, Sir Julie? It's in Taldor. It's in Taldor. Oh, it's in Taldor. Of course I've heard of it. I was heading there myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, As you know, it's a, worship is illegal, Abe. What? You just told me that worship of Saren Ray is illegal in Taldor. No, it once was, no, correct? No, it was and it is now, illegal during the Crusades. And now ah. it is, it's legalized again, but it's on the... It's slow coming. People are, are quite tight-lipped about what they believe down there. Anyway, go on. Tell me, Ave, I'd like to know... Wow, I just want to do your accent. Uh, <laughs> tell me, Ave, I'd like <laughs> to know... It's quite uh, contagious. You said you, you, said you traveled alone. Uh, it's quite some distance. You are, after all, from far away. How is it that you defend yourself? Uh, just a lonely halfling on the road alone is a dangerous route to take. Uh, are you trained in any particular art of combat? Well, I mean, I have the protection of Siren Ray at my side, day and night. Ah. I'm... Good answer. I'm Good answer. Well protected. <laughs> I also have this, and she pulls out her morning star, which is, like, adorned in gold and blue. It looks like a blue flamed torch, almost. Uh, she oh, says, but I don't cool. like to use it as often. It's it's not um, it's not my main my mainstay. So you so the divine uh, powers of the goddess protect you. Yeah, you channel some of the power of your divine goddess into into the earth. Aye, yeah, that's that's uh, that's exactly right. You are most welcome. You are most welcome. <laughs> We've needed a lot of that, so oh. this is great. I'm a, are you inviting me on on with you then? Yes, yes, absolutely. Please, I mean, I should clarify for my sake that I, I think that believing in any particular god is uh, absurd. And silly. It's obviously but, foolish. But, but I'm very glad that you're here, and uh, I, I don't have any problem with you doing that. I'm so glad now that Julia is someone to talk to about all this stuff. Sorry, so, just to clarify, bop, 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 just to step it back a two-step. Hmm. You think it's ridiculous, and yet you want me to channel my god's energy for Oh, you? for me! For me. Oh, for me. For you. It's lovely. Uh, Like going barefoot for you is great. If I did it for myself, I'd get uh, worms. I only ask because my my biggest 
goal on my adventuring was to find people who wanted my help. I mean, it's all I've ever wanted to do, so... Well, he throws I mean, his arm around Julius and says, It looks like you found a mate right here! Look at that! Yes, so? you must forgive Aldo. It is an interesting position to take in a world where the gods demonstrably exist. No, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying they're capricious and there are a hundred of them. And so choosing one over any of them is just arbitrary and stupid. But that's just me. That's I just me. I think you should though. feel free to worship in any way you choose. That's I firmly f- believe that. I feel as though this is the kind of conversation that needs to be had over drink. Eh? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, Let's get a we couple We may of have something in. better for you than a drink. Mm. We have As been you guys visiting. Are, go oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was like, instead of drinking, we go to sleep and visit a trippy dreamland. <laughs> Say more. It's part of a quest. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear the guitar. <laughs> Start blasting these dreams. <laughs> As you're uh, introducing yourself and, and uh, talking about religion and uh, atheism and uh, <laughs> getting... It got heavy quick. Getting oh, Ave yeah. Maria uh, roped into your fetch quests, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> you see everyone on the boat start to uh, stiffen up. Uh, there's a tension that all, all of a sudden, maybe you don't notice it at first because you guys are so interested in talking to each other, but they That's all... Like That's scripture she was... From it was when I recited. It was when I recited the scripture. As I do. It wasn't that type of stiffening. There was more of a uh, like uh, a scuttlebutt. Like they are. Uh, you see people uh, talking to each other and uh, whispering. And uh, at this point, you've maybe <laughs> sailed about an hour away from the dock at Zur uh, along the West Selen River, and. I imagine you're so locked in this conversation, it might take you a second to actually notice that they're all looking in the direction of, uh, like, opposite from where you're going. So, like, in the direction from where you're going, uh, there is a large road barge approaching the Selen Starling. Coming upstream. Coming upstream toward you. Um, You see Skywind... uh, is being pulled out of her cabin and she, uh, by uh, Pedro Alakabam, and uh, Pedro whispers something to her and hands her binoculars and she grabs some binoculars to look through. And she's like, fuck. Fuck! What is it, Captain? What do you see? Here, look. And she hands you the binoculars, Atticus. Oh, fuck. (laughs) You see... (laughs) You see a boat uh, about twice the size of yours, probably more, maybe three times the size. And if you keep looking and, like, scanning, you see a couple things. You see it's called the Tribute Taker. It's written along the side of the boat. Uh, You see all these rows jutting out uh, from underneath the boat, moving in unison, so you don't see who's rowing it. But above deck, you see eight crew members and a captain, and they're all wearing that same long white robes with their hoods up and these white, expressionless masks. All a cursed slave ship. A slave ship, you say? Skywind says, fuck. It's 
one of their... It's one of their faith barges. Damn it, there's so many of you aboard, we must have caught their attention. Curse the stars! They're going to try and shake me down for more money. I'll, I'll try to negotiate with the ship's priest. But this is why I avoid this area. This rarely goes well. We don't have any money. Exactly. And when you see what they ask for, you realize it's not money they want. Now the boat pulls up right alongside the Selen Starling, and you just see... I mean, you really gotta jump into your imagination sphere to picture just all of these expressionless faces staring at you. And then someone standing at the... Uh, what's the front? The stern or the bow? The bow. bow. The bow, standing at the bow. I wanted to say bow, but then I was like, Daniel Stern. Um, <laughs> guy standing at the bow with the mask on. Ho there! Reads the side of the ship. Selen Starling. Do you know you are traveling on private waters belonging to the nation of Rasmiran? All hail the living god Rasmir! And all the crew members are like, All hail the living god Rasmir! Do you know there are tithes that you must pay when traversing on our river, the river belonging to the living god? Skywin, uh... It always seems super confident, but uh, this is a creepy scene. And she is a confident captain, so she takes a different tactic and is like, um, uh, Good morrow, Captain. Uh, may I ask your name, good sir? My name is Captain Hinks Agrup, servant of Rasmia, the living god. Well, I, I am... Also, Captain, uh, Captain Skywin Freeling. I've been traveling up and down the Southern River for many years. I know your customs and your laws, and that is why I stopped to pay tribute uh, to your church with, with, with tithes that I paid back there at Zur. <laughs> well, we're not in Zur anymore now, are we? Sadly, there is no way to corroborate your donation to our church. So you must pay our fee. Let's see, how many are there of you? Perhaps five silver pieces ahead? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Can I do a religion check? Yes. Yeah, can can I do one as well? Just to figure out, like... Well, sorry, Matthew, what were you going to say for what? I was going to say, I was going to try to... F- in my knowledge of Rasmir and, and the cult of the living God, if there's anything they would find, any way we could make an exception, like something they would find, they would like there would be in, in their minds a reason not to charge us. Oh, okay. I like that. I want to go also do a religion check, but in a way of with my like knowledge of a lot of religions, is there a way I can like bully them almost with such a strong stance with Saren Ray to be like, I know you guys don't mess with us. I don't know. Yeah. All right, do your checks. Let's see what happens. I rolled a 29. Ooh. Quite good. I got a natural 20. Oh. Arch. Oh, wow. Whoa. 36. Wow. Wow. Okay. Both very good rolls. 
Your question, Matthew, was more about is there another, possibly another way? Or it's like, is there, is there something in Rasmiran scripture that would, we could make like an argument to avoid paying? Here's what you know. You start thinking, like, is this even legit? Is this how it works here? Yes. You've heard this. It's not like you served alongside Rasmir and Priest in the world wound, but, like, you knew. You probably served alongside uh, followers of Iomade. Hand in hand would have done anything to save their life. But not so for Rasmir and Priest. Not, not, not for you so much. You only saved Saren Ray people. Uh, but, yeah, they're... <laughs> They were, they'd be considered a joke for a religion such as yours. And everything that Skywin has told you about them is just they're, they're thugs. And so you don't think this ends well unless you pay. And then, uh, Sydney, you had a more particular question that was like, can you bully them? Yeah, like they're thugs and... She has such a strong tie to Saren Ray, obviously. Like, can she somehow overpower them by being, like, not saying outright your God's a fraud, but just saying, like, I have divine power. Like, you guys can't just make us pay because you say so. We're in international waters. You know, like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to make a case. You look around and you think about that and you realize, even though there are crew members and there's also uh, the older couple that came with you, uh, Ressa and... Gobin, I think their names are Ressa and oh, Rebin and Gossa. Remember the scholars that uh, travel along? You probably haven't met yep. them yet, uh, a, a, Ave. Uh, there's Ressa, Ga- uh, Ga- Rebin and Gossa and the six crew members, like they are not in fighting condition. So you are heavily outnumbered. You think you could probably make a stink here? Because Skywin is looking to all of you, including you, but. They don't think... They think you're a heretic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We shall... If I may, Captain. We agree to your price, Captain. But you must understand, we are devout followers of Serenway. And for every silver piece we pay, we must bless with prayer. Every prayer we say for every silver piece as scripture dictates, will take us three hours to say. <laughs> if you are, if you will be so, so kind as to, uh, as to wait as we put together the cash and bless it for you. We will take the cash, but we will not spend more than a second listening to your pagan god's words. I think you are bluffing, m'lady. Sir Knight. You are no sir to us, for you wear the emblem of a false god. You and that halfling there. Perhaps we come aboard and see if maybe you can afford more than five silver pieces each. From the looks of your ship, you have too many people. Perhaps we can help thin the ranks. We do need some more rowers. Some of the current occupants are getting sick and worried. I'd like to see you try to come aboard, you twig-looking robe-wearing. What did you say, heretic? Sorry, I couldn't hear you under your mask. I just gotta talk 
louder and the waterway is hard to hear across. We're coming aboard. Is that a problem? Not for us. Sir Julie draws her greatsword. But it might be a problem for my friend here. You, Sir Knight, insult our land, insult me, and insult our god ruler just by your mere existence. Sounds a bit insecure, Captain. (laughs) Perhaps you'd like to talk that out. Yes, we shall talk. He pulls something out. Keep the strongest among them alive, especially this self-styled knight. She'll make a good rower for our hold. And then he, like, tilts his mask a little bit. Again, you don't see his face towards you. If nothing else. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh, man. Can I make an argument to roll Uh, my intimidation as my initiative? Oh, that's fun. I like having fun. Sure. that's cool. I like that. Sure. What the F? What the F? What is your intimidation versus your perception? Uh, my intimidation is plus 17, and my perception is uh, forgotten, and I can't find it on my character sheet, so I'm going to sing a song about it until I find it. Plus, <laughs> plus 15. Plus 15. 15. Okay. All right, good. Let's uh, take it around the around the horn here. Aldo. Uh, 26 for Aldo. Excellent. Atticus Grimm. Atticus got a natural 20 to open. This Ooh, holding action out of control. With these uh, that is a thirty-one. Thirty. Wow. Wow. Uh, so, Julian, uh, intimidation. Twenty. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Uh, Thirty-two. Holy poop! Ave Maria. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. <laughs> Ave Maria. You guys ready to go to the map? Yeah, yeah, I got to picture what the hell's going on here. Like, this is wild. So I've been telling you all day, I'm like, tonight's going to be a little crazy. Well, when you see this map, you'll know why. Oh, boy. This is like... Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh, jeez. That's really close. (laughs) Oh, dang it. (laughs) For God's sakes. Would you show us the map when we're doing the negotiations so we're not completely, like... This is preposterous. I might have taken a slightly different tactic and allowed us to put some distance between us and their boat. Yeah, I also, am Sir Julie to... was doing all this negotiating from the other side of a wall. A wall. Yeah. Never saw any of it. I set this map up three months ago. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to hide the, should the crew I be cabin more, here. Where's the captain? Uh, all right, so Skywind's up there, up at the uh, bow. Uh, you guys can, uh, I will give you a free placement of where you are. Where is, the, where is their captain? Because we were talking to each other. Uh, their captain is Reishma. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. Sir Julie will be up here with Skywalk. Okay. Uh, Aldo is in the stern, <laughs> yep. as I just learned. Uh, Ave Maria and Atticus, new best friends, uh, both the same size, hanging out there. And I've hidden the, the crew cabins just because the other people aren't getting involved. However, Skywind Freeling is the captain of this ship. She will not go down without a fight. So Skywind yeah. is going to be on your side for this. Okay. And I've done well, something. Well, this is where we make our money. Like <laughs> we either or uh, make you know our our passage worth it. Right, because this is what she gave you a discount on. Help exactly. defend the ship, and I'll let you do it. Uh, I did something interesting that I 
I, I think I did probably during Giant Slayer, but I don't think I've done during the uh, the live show. I've added Skywind stats uh, to uh, as a handout that you guys can look at. Oh, neat! Look at that, so, 120 HP. Good for yeah, Skywind. Oh wow! My oh, she's plan, a swashbuckler. Oh, yeah, cool. my plan here is to uh, play her, but like you guys can keep me honest by seeing her stats. Awesome. Uh, if you're like, oh, don't forget uh, Charmed Halfling Luck. She can uh, re-roll that skill check. Um, look at this cool power she has called Confident Finisher. Once per round, she can do this. Skywind strikes with her rapier and deals an additional 3d6 precision damage. She deals this damage to the target even if the strike misses. Wow. Cool. Anything wow. but a critical miss, she deals right. the damage. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's kind of... You know, we've talked a lot behind the scenes about, like, let's figure out this third action. Don't burn it on an attack. For her, it's actually worth it to burn it on the attack because she might get lucky and do it even more damage. But she's still going to do 3d6 unless she critically misses. So, anyways. Yeah. Once per that's round. Great. That's great. That's, Once that's per round. Awesome. Um, again, big shout out to Ron Lundeen, who wrote book three of Strange Aeons, uh, who was the most highly recommended person uh, to convert uh, everything to second edition for us. But he also wrote the module that he converted. So, you're getting, uh, that's what Skywind looks like uh, in 2E. Let's talk about, oh my god, look how many fucking em- em- enemies, enemies I have to control. Uh, this is like a Skid Troy nightmare for Pathfinder. Yeah. Yeah, but seriously. this is going to be, I said to you guys, like, this is a, this is going to be a stress test of the system. We're going to learn a lot tonight. Uh, and chat, talk it up. Let us know. Are we doing things right? Are we doing things wrong? Um, let's learn together. Uh, round one. Sir Julie with a 32. Okay. Uh, Sir Julie will... Uh, oh, I'm so excited I get to do this. Uh, it's <laughs> She's going to do a, something cool. It's the perfect situation. Uh, okay. So Sir Julie is going to um, clutch her greatsword in two hands. And if I can pull up my character sheet, which I've lost on uh, my many windows. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. It might be gone forever. Uh, okay, what she's going to do is she's going to yeah. clutch her character sheet. Uh, her character sheet. She's going to clutch her sword in two hands, raise it above so her head. her character sheet over her head. Look, look yes. what I can do to you. This is me. As numbers. Run in fear of my character sheet. Yeah, my exactly. Character. And once I find my stats, she is going to cast Sunblade. And blast oh. the captain with a sunblade. Oh, awesome. amazing! Awesome Excuse ability. you. What? Awesome. What uh, the fuck is sunblade? I love I'll, sunblade. I'll tell you as soon as I relog into Hero Lab because I apparently closed the window. Uh, sunblade. My, I like this. It's going to be really badass because it's a power granted me directly from Saren Ray, and it's nobody likes a him. braggart. What's that? Nobody likes a braggart. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you that the god, <laughs> the goddess shines shines down upon me. I'm stalling. That for sounds you. like bragging. I'm trying to log in. I got to side with Troy here. <laughs> is this is this ship's captain by any chance a vampire? Uh, he because does not. in that case, this is going to be even better. Would you say <laughs> it's not appear to be fanged? Would you say that the ship's captain is evil? You know, that's really an interesting question. Uh, he doesn't seem very kind. He asks for money and then is just coming to kill you. It is a yeah. lawful, evil, aligned government it that is, he's yeah. representing. So there's a 
probably a better than even chance that this person is also evil. Sounds okay. evil to me. I'm ready. So I'm going to roll. It's just an attack. It's a ranged attack, ranged strike. And the blade that leaps, a, a bur- ray of burning sunlight leaps from my sword uh, to strike. So here we go. Do you do anything fun like, here comes the sun blade. <laughs> do, 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 do. There you go, Troy. Man. Skib would have done that. I would have yeah. done that on stage. It would have been awesome. I would never <laughs> dare to test the limits of copyright law. <laughs> Dude, or, that is that is going to be a twenty-eight to hit. Oh, all right. So this is a straight up against AC attack. Yep, that is a hit. Nice. Okay. Uh, so is he evil? He is. Oh, all right. So that is an additional one d four. Obviously, an additional one d four. Additional. Obviously, he's not undead. Uh, and we are in an area of bright natural sunlight, so the t- the die size goes up by one step. So that goes from D fours to D sixes. Wow! So, it's be, so that's going to be forty forty six damage. Nice. Jeez. I'm quickly reading through his nine hundred special abilities to make sure there's nothing I get. <laughs> Come on, Lundine, you're killing me. Oh God! Terrible rolls. Uh, no, okay. Matthew. No. That's. 10 points of damage oh, on God. 4d6. Oh, oh is Joe rolling your dice for you? Yeah, seriously. How, <laughs> I it know was, how painful it was still kind of cool, though. It, it looked good. cool. It had to look really cool. It was very cool. It was a ranged... Fu- so you basically hold this up, and He-Man style, this fucking bolt hits this guy. Dude, exactly. that's, it's right out of uh, uh, Dark Souls, right? Or Elden Ring or Dark Souls 3? Which way? It was this... Like, slam the sword down in the white light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Elden Ring. Or Elden Thundercats. Ring. Feel the power of the goddess now. And that's two actions. And for my third action, I will draw a potion off of my belt. Okay, okay. You know what's so cool? Like, um, there might be other people playing Strange on 2nd Edition and converted to Pathfinder 2nd Edition, but they self-converted it. We're playing the closest thing to an officially uh, converted 2nd Edition uh John. Officially converted John, yeah, to second edition of a first... Man, it wouldn't be great if they could convert all of those first edition APs. It's expensive, I imagine, and a lot yeah. of work. But oh, we're, yeah. we're doing it. So enjoy it. Yeah. Maybe tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure they'd uh, love to hear That's a clear-cut situation with a promise of comedy. Tell <laughs> <laughs> <Not> your friends. <laughs> Atticus, you rolled a 31. You're up next, bro. Okay, um, I would like to, I'm actually, I feel like it's only fair. Well, you tell me. No, you know what? I'm not going to use an action for this. I think that it's fair for you to say, I've been sizing this up this entire conversation. So I want you to give me as much detail as you can about what I'm seeing on all of these people. Like, what are they armed with? Are there weapons in their hands? Do they have ranged weapons? Do they have swords? Like, what what am I looking at in terms of the potential dangers? All right, when the captain drew his weapon, when Sir Julie got a little mouthy with him, it was a scimitar. Uh, You also see attached to his left hand a fucking hand crossbow, like berserk. (laughs) I just want to point out, the holy weapon of Serenray is a scimitar. Oh. Nice. Really? Will you struggle to take the captain down, knowing that he wields the weapon of your god? No. The brutes all have, some of them are like ready to fight with their fists. Some of them have these like pikes, like naval pikes they want to fight with. Maybe a couple of them, you see they all have daggers on their belt. Um, 
that's the weaponry you're looking uh, like you're you're gonna face with these guys as you size them up during that conversation between the captain and captain. Okay. Uh, so the the most of the men on this side of the ship they are not wielding longbows or anything like that or, or even short bows. It well, doesn't here's look like I'll... they can just like shoot us shoot us up. No, they could probably throw their pikes, but they don't have any ranged weapons. The captain has a hand crossbow. Okay. Um. All right. In that case, Atticus, like he's just thinking in his mind. He's like. All of these people just so easily taken in by yet another illusion. So, why not give them what they want? And he just yells across the two boats, and he's like, Now, Xantar! Now! And right behind the captain, Xantar of the Zoogs materializes out of thin air. <laughs> and it's just like... Uh, and this dwarf appears behind uh, the captain. And will attack. This is amazing. All right, so... <laughs> I'm trying to find a, a quick dwarf piece that I can throw up. Uh, here's a bumbling dwarf. Oh, awesome. Classic. Uh, so how does this work? You just straight up attack me, and then I roll a will save to believe that it's real? Um, it... I feel like it does the... Um. Yeah, it, it it's still gonna get a save, I think, on a hit. Uh, the illusion can cause damage by making the target believe the illusion's attacks are real, but it cannot otherwise directly affect the physical world. Uh, it does mental damage. It's a mental effect. Um, so I, I probably have a save to see if, like, I felt it. If the illusion is, it seems this not, seems like it works in two E, which I like better. Actually, than Actually, you know what? You know what? As I'm reading this, he's not going to attack. He's just going to ah, just stand there. Yeah, okay. uh, right. Like he just so sort of when like I materializes, and he's then he hits his chest, and then he's raising a, a gotcha. battle axe uh, gotcha. behind him, and then Atticus will uh, he'll stay there for for right now. Actually, you know what? No, he's going to move up. Behind Sir Julie and next to Skywin. Okay. Do you have any actions left? Uh, no. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe that is a two-action casting. Uh, yes, that is a two-action casting, and then I move up. All right. It's Skywin's turn. Skywin looks to Sir Julie. They're going to board our boat. What do you suggest? They're not taken. The Selen Starling. I'll stand with you to the end, Captain. Then let's they could all just they could just hop down, right? They're literally just their boat is tall their boat is Yep. Their deck well, is higher than ours. That's space between I would say if you guys want to go up, I'll say a DC five flat check. If you pass the five flat check, it doesn't cost you an extra action to get up. If you fail that, it's gonna cost you an action to get up on their boat if you choose to board. So it's kind of a big step, it's an easy step for them. They don't have to roll that flat check. Skywin is going to be like, then let's fucking go. And she will first action move over uh, right in front of the cabin where Rebin and Gossa are. Second action, she's going to pull her bow out um, because she doesn't want to jump on there solo. Um, actually, she has a hand crossbow. So she just levels the hand crossbow on the brute in directly in front of her and fires. Uh, and I rolled a 
two. (laughs) Yeah. Which is still a hit because their AC is low enough for it to be a hit. So uh, she hits that person for 2d6 plus five damage. That's going to be uh, 11 points of damage. Oh, nice. So boom, lights up that first guy with 11 points of damage. That is her turn. The sense you got from her, Sir Julie, is like she wants to get on that ship. She does her damage in close quarters, um, but she doesn't want to go up there and just be uh, attacked from all sides. Now it is uh, some of these Razmiri brutes' turn. Wait, what did these guys roll? They all roll different, Sydney. <laughs> I know you're new here, but. I rolled pretty high. I'm just wondering you did. when I get I did to too. go. You did. You rolled a 24, and there are five, four more people in front of you. Oh, my God. initiatives are really high in 2E. Wow. Welcome uh, to 2E, oh. yeah. But Damn. some of those people are your friends. Some are not. Uh, all right. Raspberry Brute 5 and Raspberry Brute 7. There are eight of them altogether, I should say. Uh, where is 5? Oh, 5 <laughs> was the guy who just got hit. He's like, fuck that. He comes aboard. Moves right next to Sir Julie and Skywin. Uh, second action is going to attempt to stab Skywin Frailing with a naval pike. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Rolls a 21, uh, which misses Skywin. Skywin's got a great AC. With his final action, he does this ability called Bosun's Command. Once per round, the brute orders an ally to attack or to get in position. Until the end of the ally's next turn, they gain the brute's choice of plus two status bonus to attack rolls or plus ten foot status bonus to their speeds. So he yells to the one that's way in the back, Join me! So that uh, he will be able to move up uh, with with that extra ten to his speed on his round. Brute number seven is going to hop over there and come after Aldo. Get up in Aldo's business. Isn't this combat just the craziest thing this we've done insane. in like a year and a half? This is, well, this is how we're going to learn. Uh, and with this second action, also just fucking ah, tries to ram you with a naval pike. Okay. Aldo is all alone back there. That is a 26 to hit. Oh, that is a hit. Okay. Hits you for uh, nine points of damage. Uh, and then uh, will... Uh, uh, we'll stab one more time with a 23 to hit. That's a miss. Okay, a misses mace. with the 23. And now it is Aldo's turn. All right, so Aldo, like, he gets, like, boom, this blade, like, catches him right in the navel. Right in the navel. Uh, the navel spear. And Werner, like, squirms in his neck uh, with this, he, like, yelps out in pain. He hops backward five feet. And he pulls from his bandolier a this little like glass globe with this like purplish black smoke kind of swirling inside yeah. of it, and is uh, just like take this back to your god and throws it right in the guy's face, throwing a dread ampule in the guy's face. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, that is a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five is a hit. Okay, so he takes three points of mental damage. Wow. And he has frightened one. Ooh. Cool. And um, he is uh, going to do the same thing again. Okay. 
that is a 24 to hit. 24 is a hit as well. Okay. Uh, that's one more point of mental damage. And I don't know if that stacks. Uh, actually, is I did that without again? I believe if you give someone a condition again, the condition goes up by one. Okay, so we should uh, be frightened too now. Okay, let us know in the chat, but that's my memory of uh, actually the show with Mona that we did in Indy, that those conditions, if you get hit by that condition again, it stacks. Let us know in the chat, is he frightened one or is he now frightened two? And there's uh, like this shriek that like emerges from the, when this, this glass bauble when it shatters almost like an escaping ghost like when it like smashes right in his face it's like it's also got like uh uh jonathan crane like sandman like any of the with this like uh stuff that makes you afraid yeah. okay. oh that's cool yeah. uh the word on the street is it's frightened one it doesn't stack um if it, i would if have done would, something else but if uh, you would if you would have done something that would have brought it to frightened two like on the thing then that would have Replace the frightened one, but that seems to be the uh, okay. the consensus. Um, all right, now of course uh, I better get used to this. It's one of my guys' turns. It is actually the captain's turn, and the captain uh, was ready to start firing his hand crossbow and doing some of his other cool maneuvers. But he turns around and he sees this fucking uh, barbarian uh, beating his chest. He has his scimitar out, and he goes to attack with a 33. What happens, Joe? It, it just goes through air, like right through him, and it just slowly vanishes away. Oh, no. It disappears. No, my liege! No, no grace! <laughs> the king has fallen! He's Fall fallen back. again! Alert the zoogs! <laughs> Your sorcerer's tricks will not work against servants of the living God! Uh, he oh, it's is... already worked. Your attention has been diverted just long enough. I have lots of attention! <laughs> uh, all right. Reactions work? I'm picturing this guy's, like, mask is, like, getting kind of, like, crooked each time and he has to keep fixing it. Like, when he's he gets all yelly. He's constantly uh, adjusting it. Uh, okay, interesting. I'm trying to see what he wants to do here. So he's got two actions left. He is going to... I was actually just... I was on Twitch trying to move the guys. I'm like, Why aren't they moving? Uh, that's Twitch. All right, he is going to slide across the deck right next to uh, Resmary Brute number two. And uh, while standing there, he... Actually, no, he'll stand right between his men because his desire is to get on your ship. And he's going to fire a shot directly at... You know what? I'll stand right across from Sir Julie. Fuck it. I'm going to fire at Sir Julie. With his hand crossbow. Final action. Let's go. Multiple attack penalty. Natural one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> wow! Fuck. This guy I never want to uh... fudge more than when, like... My big guy's first attack is a natural one. I never <laughs> want to fudge more than that moment. Oh, phenomenal. Troy, pick a city. Any city. Um, how about Manitoba? That's not a city. Not a city. That, is, that is a city. Manitoba, is Canada. Is that what you want to pick? <laughs> yeah. It's a province. Manitoba, but Canada. Let's see if anybody from Manitoba. Uh, all right. Wow. Oh, wait, okay. it is a city. It is, it is the yes. largest city in Winnipeg. 
Yeah. But oh, apparently no, the closest we had to that, this is surprising to me, that doesn't... Oh, you know what, because it's no. specific to it has to be a fumble and it has to be ranged. Our closest is Jared in Davis, California. Jared J in Davis, California. <laughs> <Really>? Wow. <laughs> well, but, no, it's not a city. I guess we can't go to <laughs> Canada. It's not a city. <laughs> no, it's not a city. There's I no just, one within a thousand miles. It's not a city. I literally just read the, read the internet wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it happens. Uh, this one is the largest city in Manitoba. I right. apologize. This one Here is called. Emails. This one is called manufacturing defect. Manufacturing defect. A hairline fracture in your ammunition reveals itself as it leaves your weapon, resulting in a burst of shrapnel when the projectile violently explodes. Your intended attack is negated and replaced by a thirty-foot cone in the direction of your intended car- target. You are included in this area. Roll damage is normal, ignoring any bonuses from precision precision damage. Creatures other than yourself can make a reflex save. Uh, so basically, in, instead, your fumble is you're going to do damage to all of us. No, no, no. What? I thought it was. I thought it was backward. It doesn't backfire. Is it a I, backfire or is it like it, a thirty foot cone in the direction of your intended target? This just made it, it an AOE a fumble. Wow. Yeah, that's a bad. I mean, the only wor- bad part of it is that I take the damage automatically. You guys at least get a save against it. Is the weapon destroyed? No, just this the piece a, of ammunition. What kind of so fumble we is all, this? So it turns into a burning hand damage. spell that just hits. <laughs> all right, I mean, this Jared J is a real piece of work. At least there's <laughs> one guy in front. One of his guys made it across the ship. So at least one of his guys might get yeah, hit. Yeah, one of his guys is going to get hit. But how does it work? If you make the reflex save, they don't take any damage. I, uh, or is it a basic reflex no, save? No, it's a basic reflex save. So even on a success, you take half damage. Oh, my God. But he takes it automatically, the captain? Well, does he have any bonuses? Yeah. Does he have any bonuses by... Uh, oh, no, you're just included. You can do a reflex save. D- does he have any bonuses okay. of precision damage uh, to the attack? He, he has bonuses to precision damage, but they didn't apply for this attack. Okay, okay. So this fumble... This fumble is essentially crossbow. a crit. It turns a hand crossbow. <laughs> it's not a so it breaks the reality. <laughs> and <I'm sorry. laughs> well, what? it doesn't break the reality. It's saying that the the bolt burst into shards that goes yeah. into Atticus's eyeball. Uh, yeah, it's just like sprayed and sprayed back on him, but also sprayed to all of you. All right, so uh, everyone except Aldo uh, roll a reflex save, and I will roll one as well. I would argue that I get a bonus from being directly behind Sergio. Give yourself a plus two. I don't know if that's how 2E works, but you're tiny. Well, this crit we made up, or this fumble we <laughs> right. made up. So yeah, we'll we're go back to 1E rules up. for give yourself a plus two to the reflex save. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I made my reflex save. What's, so. the, D- what's the DC? Uh, DC 26. I roll oh. a 26. Okay, so you're going to take half damage, as am I. I rolled a 28, so I will also take half damage. Half damage. I'm behind. I'm so far away, and I, I'm behind. I succeeded. I will uh, roll half damage. Okay, and then the other little guy there... Guys. Uh, failed, actually. So he will take full damage. Uh, so there, you got something good from it. Uh, I'll roll the damage once, and it's going to be uh, eight points of damage. So you take four... Uh, with the exception of the crew member. Ah, he got me right in my eye. Take eight. Does the crew member die? He no, should. no. He's empowered by it. Uh, <laughs> really? In fact, he loves, he's empowered by it. Yeah, he just, 
He looks really fired up. But here's the good news. It's Ave Maria's turn. There we oh go. Oh my gosh. gosh. 45 minutes oh, later. Finally. Also, she's pissed now because she hasn't done anything. She's so far away and she just got like hit with a random arrowhead shrapnel piece. And she's very confused about this combat, though. She doesn't like these religious zealots, but uh, she's yeah. also like, why are we getting into a boat fight? What is happening? Um, yeah, you just cool. got here. This is not... I just got here. What the <laughs> heck? Uh, but she is going to, uh, holding her hand over her dove-encrusted uh, breastplate, she is going to whisper her prayer to Saren Ray, and then she is going to fire a fireball directly yeah. at the captain. Whoa. What did you say? Towards the bow. Holy smokes. Hold on, before wow. you do that, before oh. you do that, sorry, he takes full damage from his attack. So if he took half damage before, he takes full damage. That's what I thought. Okay. Sorry, it says creatures other than yourself make a reflex. I gave Thank it to you, him. Joe. Okay. Uh, and you need All to right, make, finish him off, Sid. You yeah. need to make a basic reflex save. Okay. As does probably a bunch of the other guys too, right? Uh, yeah. How yes. many people is this going to be? Everybody? Can yeah, you? Come on, it, Sid. What, what is? What's the? Everybody except the one over here yes, on the ev- far. Every guy. One, two, three. There's five guys surrounding the captain. All of them, minus the dude at the end of the boat. But it's in a twenty foot burst based on the captain. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, I will move it back. Hold on, I'll move it back. You can put it behind them. Yeah, and yeah, it'll yeah. Only hit yeah. your enemies. I put it exactly where it would only hit the enemies, not to hit my allies. Okay, awesome. what's the DC? Because I'm rolling a lot of saves here. I just want to make sure I. The DC is not that high. It's a 23 basic reflex. Okay, 23 basic reflex. I'll roll for all five brutes. You can I'll also get the guy this. on our ship. Yeah. Oh yeah, let let me include him as well. Okay. Yep. Uh, so first six. guy rolled a natural 20, so he'll take no damage. Uh, the second guy rolled a 13, which is a critical fail. Nice. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the next guy, I want to make sure I, I track this, rolled a 20, which is a regular fail. And then the next guy rolled a 23, which made it exactly. Can you just roll the damage so I can mark this damage as I go? Hmm. So that's 25 total damage. 66. Right. Wow. 25. If you critical fail, is it double? Yeah, so it's 50. Yes. For the All right, fail. so wow. this guy in the back just fucking get, ah, 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 <laughs> He jumps off the boat. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God. Jumps and it just, it, it erupts. <laughs> it's not like a thrown fireball. It's not a range attack, so it just erupts from an area on the ship. So just from behind them, it's just like, like everything into flames and she just stands there with her hand out clutching her chest just staring so wait you take 25 on a pass you take 12 on a pass you take half on a success on a a fail full and then on a crit fail double okay Uh, all praise to the goddess yeah (laughs) (laughs) she winks at Sir Julie this is gonna be so amazing these like low level this is the perfect situation. Perfect spell. Perfect so spell for fireball. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is amazing. I dream right? of a situation like this. I dream of a wooden <laughs> ship to set ablaze with a big yeah. fireball. <laughs> okay, so I've, I've rolled for everybody. Uh, the, this first guy here that I'm pinging that was right across from uh, where the cabin is, he critically succeeded, so he didn't take any damage. All the other crewmen, except the one that burned alive, succeeded, so they took half damage. Okay. Now I'm going to roll for the captain. 
Okay. They all rolled over 23. Yeah. They, wow. they're, they're crewmen. They have decent reflexes. Uh, now, the captain has excellent reflexes. Let's see. Crack die. Uh, 28. So oh. that's still going to be 12 Half. points of damage. Yeah. Half. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. The captain's been lit up. You've killed one of the crew members. He's just like, ah, 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 jumped into the water. Uh, and you really fucked up the guy that's right next to Skywin and Sir Julie. Yeah, and then question, for the wall, we drew like a black space. It's a wall I can see over, correct? It's not like a huge no. obstruction? No, no, it's a big, like it's oh, a whole it's a room. Big obstruction, okay. Yeah, there's people inside of it. Like, Oh, yeah. I thought it was below deck. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so she's going to stay where she is then. She's not moving. Okay. If you wanted to move behind it, then you're safe. It's up to you. Uh, you know what? Maybe she'll take she'll take a step behind and she'll yell across to the captain, seeing that I didn't kill them. And she's going to say, you want me? Come and get me. And then she just steps behind. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, my nightmare in life, having to do all of these attacks. But uh, <laughs> so far, we're playing a clean game here, and one of them's dead. I love when I have a ton of enemies, and you guys start killing them. Uh, <laughs> we like that yeah. part, too. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for you, just to get like the fight down to a few guys. All right, this one, uh, the one that critically succeeded on that reflex save, uh, it's his turn. He jumps down and goes over to uh, Skywin. I mean, just where Skywin's positioning is, she's going to be your meat shield uh, until they start moving past Skywin. Uh, and is going to... Uh, take an attack with the naval pike uh oh man 30 to hit uh Oof. which is going to be a hit but not a crit i will so, activate my retributive strike yes there you yeah, go. No, dude. no no so i don't think you can skywin gets uh basically nine uh, resistance nine against that strike don't, sorry, don't you have to be in melee? You don't have to be in melee? Nope. Ally within oh. 15 feet. Oh, dope. Wow, I thought you had a great. swing at them. Well, wow, now so I resistance do because... 9 and it was only 7 points of damage. So Skywind takes no damage. And on top of that, because of my ranged reprisal, I get to take a 5-foot step and get a strike off on this guy. That oh, that's is awesome. Amazing. Like you shall not harm the so captain. This is your reaction? Holy yeah, shit. This is this is my reaction. Reaction. What a great reaction. Yes. This is great! You know who doesn't like this reaction? Atticus. Because you've now stepped away between him and the <laughs> evil captain. Oh, yeah. He's just well, looking right at him. He's like, oh shit. Uh, that is a 31 to hit. 31 to hit the brute? Yep. Uh, that and this is... is the guy who took the fireball to the dome. Please kill him. Kill him. <laughs> kill him. Was that a nat 20 or just regular? No. Alright, that's a critical hit. Ooh. Oh, oh nice. Gosh. Awesome. Oh, let, me get, let me get some extra D12. Oh, okay. wow. And you're attacking the one that just attacked Skywin, right? Yes. It's a reaction against him. All right, Dude, isn't this a great way to, like, we don't even have to record this. Just, like, I'm going to put 20 guys up against you. Let's learn 2E yeah. from the trenches. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's do it on two boats. Let's do it on two <laughs> boats. Yeah, let's get a, get a pair of boats. How that cool is, is a fucking yeah, We can do it in the forest <laughs> any day. Why don't we do fight. it on two boats? That is 33 <laughs> points of damage. Uh, is he wow. evil? Uh, yes. 37 points of damage. Oh, my God. All right, so another four. That guy is in bad shape. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Take that four back. I didn't I use my action for a different purpose. Okay, he heals four. Uh, okay, he that magically was your, heals four? Was, <laughs> you see him empowered, glowing with the light of Sarenrae, which is weird. Uh, that was your reaction, yes? That was my reaction. All right, he jumped over. He attacked once. 
uh, and then he is going to yell to the next guy using uh, Bozen's command, Gadja! And so the next guy is going to take the plus two to attack, and that next guy is number... Well, actually, this is the one that had the plus ten to his speed. So he'll tell the other guy. He This one here is going to... Boom. 10, 15, 20, 30, 35. Uh, you can't take an attack of opportunity, right, Sir Julie? No. And okay. I use my reaction for the retributive strike, so. This one that just moved is the one that had a plus 10 to its movement speed from the first guy doing Bosun's command. So he takes it, moves all the way up into melee uh, with Sir Julie and Atticus, and is going to 1, 2, 3, Sir Julie, 4, 5, 6, Atticus. One, two, three, Sir Julie, gonna try and stab you with a naval pike. Actually, you know what? I have two actions left. I'm gonna do this thing called pike and strike. The brute strikes with their naval pike. If this strike hits, the brute can either move the target five feet within the pike's reach or make a fist strike against the target without increasing their multiple attack penalty until after the fist strike. So let's do a pike and strike. Uh oh crap fuck cock twenty-two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't yes. say that on a stream. <laughs> on a live stream. You know what in your living room, right? I know my wife is like, what is going on in there? <laughs> Trying to watch the Manti Teo documentary. Oh my god, I started it. I was like, as soon as it popped up, it's like the girlfriend that didn't exist. I was like, I know exactly what that is. I gotta watch that. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I didn't hit, so I wasted my third action with that. That's cool. Uh, the next brute is brute number three. I love brute number three. When I was prepping this, I was like, can't wait till brute number three's turn. Brute He's number three is going <laughs> I, to shagunk, shagunk, shabomp, slide over here. This one has a plus two to attack and is going to attack with the snavel pike against Sir Julie with a plus two. <laughs> 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 Uh, he missed. I don't know if you were aware of that. He missed. And then he's that. going to use Bosun's command. Let's go! She's well armored! And then the next dude, uh, Brute number eight. Oh, I love Brute eight. Brute eight, I think, is this guy yeah, over here. Uh, he is going to move here and then move here, here, here. Move all the way up to Aldo. He's got a plus two to attack and is going to stab Aldo with a naval pike. Now the hits are coming. 27. Uh, that's a hit. All right. You take max damage, 11 points of damage on the naval pike. Aldo's been hit a couple times. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I like this chain of events where I have all these guys going a row uh, in a row. He's going to use Bosun's command as well as his third action. For the final guy, which is brute number one. Morgana13 says, I love when Troy misses, lol. <laughs> and I agree. I just, I yeah. totally agree with that. It's amazing. Really? It's an amazing feeling. And really I always really laugh out loud when it happens. It's the best thing of every part. Every part of a sh- every, the best part of any show is when Troy misses. Yes. It's amazing. You like when I miss the best? Yeah. 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 Well, except <laughs> necessarily in this case when he is playing one of our allies. The, I, I <laughs> don't like when that happens. He misses. Right. You can't have it both ways. Hey, uh, I, I got to give a shout out to a Kenny Chan who says, at two, brute eight. <laughs> two brute eight. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. That guy good. a bottle that's, cap. that's good. Or a girl. Uh, very good. Uh, all right. This Kinnichan one. Kinnichan is a lady, if I'm not mistaken. 
All right, you get a bottle cap. Uh, send us your address. This this one here is actually going to take the plus ten to movement because it's so clogged up here. I don't think I can be like moving through people's spaces. Now the bad news is he's going to come after Aldo. So let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 25 and then 10. That's the extent of my movement. And then I will move again to get uh, right next to Aldo and with my final action uh, naval pike. Oh, jeepers. This is going to be a borderline crit. 29? Uh, that is a hit, not a crit. Okay. Uh, a 10 points of damage. Man. So Aldo is alone back there and has now been hit. There's three guys just stab, 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 stab. And everyone except the captain is aboard the ship. Holy shit! It's round two, and it's Sir Julie's turn. It's round two. <laughs> round right. two. We are Sir- now moving at a rate of around an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Julie is now surrounded by Brutes and Skywin, uh, and will rethink her strategy of drinking a potion. So she will drop the potion as a free action, uh, and then... Psh, it shatters. She drops down the netting, the netting below. Um, Give me a DC5 Fletcher. Uh, and then she will first strike at the guy to the weast over here. Ah, the weasterly most guy. The weasterly most guy uh, with her great sword. Yeah, the good news is both of those guys are in bad shape, but the one uh, that you're attacking is in worse shape. Uh, that's an 18 with a natural two. <sighs> Brutal. Oof. Miss. Miss. Miss, yeah. Oh, no. Um, okay, oh, second attack roll. against oh. the same guy. Oh, it's a jewel. Okay. Uh, you have that, a hero point. That's going to be a 20 to hit. 20 hits. 20 okay. hits. They have a low right. AC. Man. And that will be, oh, 12 points of damage. And he's out. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. okay, good job. Beautiful. All right. Oh. One action left. I can tell you Atticus is coming up, followed by Skywind wanted to do a, some sort of aiding flourish. So Julie's going to do something else. Uh, Skywin uh, had a great bold strategy, and just because there are some brutes on the boat doesn't mean we want to change that strategy entirely. So Sir Julie is going to uh, board the other ship. You fucking psychopath. Yep. <laughs> Charge! The light of Serenray guides me! Give me a DC5 flat check to see if you can just do that without spending a move action, in which case it would... Five. Oh, okay. Wow. All right, so you're able to hop up there uh, nimbly to board the ship where it's just the captain. And I can get up and melee with him. So Awesome. 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 Your, fa- your false god has no power here. You know what? Give yourself a hero point. That is a bold, heroic Nice. nice. Wow. Cool. Doesn't wow. get more heroic than that. Uh, we call them bottle caps. You can call them whatever you want. I hate them. Uh, <laughs> it is Atticus's turn. Atticus, Sir Julie has left you, and you assume for dead. <laughs> <laughs> I assume for dead. Uh, Atticus. God, I hate this, but I feel like I want to take the risk. Uh, Atticus is <laughs> going to wonk, honk, honk, honk. Uh, you've stepped, you've boarded the wrong boat. And he's going to call from the skies above lightning uh, into his hands and then fire a straight line of lightning through 
everyone in front of him oh, and the captain. Oh, perfect. That's amazing. Hell yes. Isn't now, the only reason I hate this is, do they have an attack of opportunity? Well, dude, first of all, how great is when you have lightning and you just have to get, to get, a get more than two people? Lines. Oh, yeah. I was excited 25 minutes ago when this was here, and I was like, I hope this doesn't change in the next 25 minutes. As a a GM, like, you never get more than two PCs. Oh, yeah, in a line? Never. Never. Unless you're playing with a group of six. Did you you have that plan before or after you were sad that I moved out of the position that you couldn't shoot lightning? Uh, No, no. I was so worried that you were like, and I'm going to get behind him. I was going to be like, Julie, goddammit! And then I was well, just going to shoot lightning at you. This is very important, and this is something we all have to remember as we learn second edition. Is like less than a quarter of the enemies have an attack of opportunity as a reaction. Some of them have reactions. A lot of them have really cool reactions, but not attack of opportunity. So yeah. cast those spells while in melee. Move away to get into another position. It's not going to provoke, and it doesn't provoke here. Yes! Nice. That's all I wanted. Okay. Nice. So uh, DC 25 reflex for the two men and then and the captain. All right. Brute number one. Oh, you Again, know, yeah, you know we'll they just... have good reflexes. Oh, good damage so far. All right, brute uh, number one rolled a 15, critical fail. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, brute number two uh, rolled a 30, so pass. And then Captain Hinks Agrup, awesome reflex, rolled a uh, 31, so just a regular pass. So critical fail, pass, pass. All right, so the critical fail is 52 points of damage. Uh, I mean, describe your kill. (laughs) So the first bolt of lightning goes right through his core, front to back. He is opened up, and it just goes through to the other two, but then it kind of sprays off of their shoulders as they start to dodge out of the way. It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I was just going to say that. The first guy has Raiders of the Lost Ark, like, and a hole forms within him, and the lightning continues through. Yes, exactly. burns through. Uh, so he's down, and the other two take 13 points each. And then Atticus uh, is going to move back behind Ave Maria. All right, you've noticed now two times in a row when the captain took damage from the fireball and from the lightning, he's not taken any damage. You think that dude probably has evasion, where every oh, save on a wow. reflex save yeah. is a critical success. Wow. Okay. So... Do you have any actions left, or was that a three-action, John? That was two actions to cast, and then I moved back behind Ave Maria, getting myself out of the, out of the way of these thugs. He's like, oh, no, 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 I don't do the whole pugilist thing. I'll be back here behind Ave Maria. <laughs> Ave, right. burn them all to the ground. <laughs> it's Skywin's turn. Skywin uh, has two enemies here. Skywin's a badass. Skywin is going to uh, first move. Uh, so she can attack both of them. And uh, she is going to... Uh, I think I'm just going to do a first an attack on the guy right next to me. So second action, attack this guy. Uh, 36 is a critical hit. Uh, so that is wow. going to be... Uh, her rapier has the deadly property which adds a D8 after I double the regular damage. Yeah, yeah. So this guy is going to be fucking dead if I roll well. Uh, She has 2D6. Okay. Just make sure that you don't also change the damage dice to D8 before you double. 
Is it just you double the regular damage dice and then add I a Googled D8? Deadly I this morning, and I wouldn't have questioned it until you just said that. I think Deadly, you roll bonus damage after you double on a crit. You think that you also change the D6s to D8s? I thought I read that with it. I remember seeing a Deadly D10, and then it was like you change the damage dice to D10 and add one more that's not doubled at the end. Oh, fatal. you're thinking of Sorry. fatal. Yeah, that's right. Thank okay. you, Doc. Thank you, yep. Doc. Thanks, uh, Doc Robotnik. Uh, here we go. So that's going to be 7 plus 5, 12. Uh, plus a D8. 8 on the fucking die. Nice. So 20 points of damage. Wait, no, I didn't even double it. Right? That's 12, 24 yeah, plus 24, eight. 32 damage. 32 points of damage. And that guy is fucking... Toast. Yes. Yeah. Dude, there is something so satisfying about just slaying religious zealots one after another. <laughs> oh, yeah. after another. I know. One of the best. It's like fighting zombies. <laughs> <laughs> There's no guilt at all. It's just, it's just uh, all right. Let's see here. She's got one action left. Because of her confident finisher, it behooves me uh, to, to take this multiple attack penalty here because even if I miss, I'm going to do 3d6 damage. So I'm going to use that uh, as my final action. Uh, a strike with the rapier at plus 15. I rolled a nat 2, so it does miss, but it'll still do 3d6 damage. Ooh, almost crit failed. Yeah. Yeah, in which case I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so five, four, nine, 12 points of damage on a miss. Wow, that's so cool. Isn't that great? Wow, that's awesome. Washbucklers in this, that's, that's a badass. Let us know in the chat. Is Confident Finisher something that shows up in uh, in the core rulebook, or is this something that Ron added to the adventure? I think it's a swashbuckler thing. Is it? it was okay. It's probably added in, what was swashbuckler? The advanced advanced, advanced, advanced player's, player's guide? guide? Is that where it's John? You know what's so great is Ron wrote this like, or converted this for us months ago and still was able to include the swashbuckler. Oh, cool. uh, Shout out to Ron Lundin once again. Thanks, Great Ron. round for Skywind. Yeah. It is the Rasmary Brute's turn. It's five and seven. All right, so f- actually five is now <laughs> dead. Uh, but seven is one of the ones that is near Aldo. So uh, first action, he... Now, this is the one that's frightened Aldo. Right. Uh, he is going to first action move up to you, uh, and then second action he's going to attack. Frightened, I take a uh, minus one to all my checks and DCs, and I believe we learned in uh, Indianapolis Show Two an attack is considered a check, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what we learned. Actually, it wasn't Indianapolis Show Two; it was in the booth. Uh, path, the Pathfinder 2E game that we Yeah, and did we also about. learn that DC, that an AC is a DC? Like that your AC also goes? Or is it just that an attack was a check? Uh, it says you, you take a status penalty equal to your checks and DCs. I don't remember that, but I do remember oh. Mona. Uh, I don't want to call Mona out. Uh, but I do remember. Uh, yeah, and AC counts as DC. Big hop, big hop. Yep. Big Baja. Yeah. So ammo 215 corroborates. Okay. Yeah. So, minus one to attack. His second action, he is going to attack. Sydney, how you doing over there? I want to check in with you real quick. I'm doing great. I'm trying to strategize. I'm not trying to metagame, but I'm trying to strategize because I don't normally play clerics. Uh, I think the first time I played a cleric was when I played Winter Klaxka mm-hmm. uh, with you guys yeah. on tour, which was so much fun. And I was like the party 
fucking needs a cleric. So yeah, I really I mean, it's such a good call. Yeah, really wanted call. to play one, but now I'm one remembering Tui from my uh, Emerald Spire days with Joe, uh, and I'm like trying to remember the rules, trying to remember how to play a cleric, how to be a helpful party member, not a tank. But yeah, I'm just uh, looking at the map right now. Yeah, shout out to Sydney again too. Well, as little experience relatively as we have with Pathfinder Tui, you know she does that much less than like having to come in and play I a high level cleric. Cheers. And, uh, Took my yeah. book off the shelf earlier today. Blew the I'm dust gonna, off. Yeah. I'm going to go get a beer. Sydney, thank <laughs> yes. you so much for being here, and your hair looks amazing. It does look it really good. Sydney, by the way, uh, sent me a character sheet earlier today uh, that was a first edition cleric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I say? Can I say? Know, while we're complimenting Sydney, uh, <laughs> she was like, here it is, Troy. Really excited about it. I spent like. Two hours, like fish, all the details. I sent Troy a nice, a nice email with a little backstory. I was like, "Here you go." And then I emailed like an hour later, and I was like, "Oh shit! I built this out in first edition. Like, let me change it over." And Troy emails back like three words, and he goes, "LOL, I didn't even notice." So you know what, Troy? That's on you. That's on me. Uh, yeah, no, I'm so psyched. I mean, this is luckily not all combats have 19 enemies, but this is a great way to learn. But it's uh, fun. There's so much to do. Right into the fire. I love hordes. This is a, learning with hordes is one of the best. Uh, yeah. One of the best ways. To yeah, right. Because you know the, the captain is going to be the biggest son of a bitch. These guys are uh, just fodder. All right, that brute second action is to try and stab you, dude. Uh, 24 to hit. Aldo. Amit. Uh, that is a that is a hit exactly hit exactly oh. Oh, God another ten points of damage Oof. again they're just chip chip chipping away uh, and then he's going to use Bosun's command to give his buddy uh, a plus two to attack on his next uh, could you please role play the command <laughs> kill him <laughs> nailed it he really was distinguished like I, he didn't sound like the other Bosuns. I was trying you know, to uh, do a Dustin Hoffman. Ah, oh, get that I was wondering. Dustin yeah. Hoffman out of there. Who this captain sounds I'm like? I'm stabbing here. <laughs> I'm stabbing here. <laughs> stabbing here. I'm stabbing here. I feel like Skid Skid would know, but when you said it before, when you first showed up on the boat, it sounds like if you've ever seen the cartoon show Adventure Time, it sounds like the uh, lemon, lemon grab. grab. Yes, yeah, it lemon sounds grab. Just like lemon it's grab. Totally. Yeah. Everything he <laughs> says is like, like this. Unacceptable! Like he just screams all <laughs> the time. It, I think it's Justin Roiland does that voice. Actually, is it? No, it's so, so good. It's so yeah. funny, Morty. Yeah, so yeah. good. Uh, Aldo, you are in rough shape. You are surrounded by three guys, and you're alone because your allies are cowards. It is your turn. Mm. All right, yeah. So uh, Aldo is just like he's backed into a corner. He's been cut to ribbons. He's just being like stabbed and sliced, and so he's just like, "Calm down, Werner," and he pops off. <laughs> A moderate alchemist fire, ooh, off of his okay. belt, and boom again. He's just going to smash it into the face of the guy right in front of him. Okay, right to his right, the one that just attacked him. Yes, uh, thirty-two to hit. That is a critical hit. Yes, oh, phenomenal, right. oh, dude. He's yes. so done. Okay, <laughs> beautiful. These okay. guys are a little chonky. All right, uh, he is right. frightened though. So okay, that's twenty. 26 points of damage. Is that doubled? Fire damage. That is that is doubled. Okay. Uh, he is on fire. Okay. 
and each of the other two people attacking me also take two points of splash damage. Okay, now let me ask you this. Is he still frightened from that bomb from last time? Yeah, I think that, that persists for like a minute, I think. Okay, I believe. great. All right, so he's frightened and on fire. I'm, I'm yeah. taking a page out of uh, David Winter's book and trying to use the little uh, tokens here to remember. Conditions are so huge in 2E. Like, you guys are using Hero Live. You can just hit those conditions, but, like, trying to remember the shit for these guys and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wait till um, Demi Plane gets us hooked up! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> Had some very fun conversations I heard about with Demi Plane. Very excited about that. Uh, okay, so I'm uh, going to do it again. Okay. Back to the well. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. His AC is lowered, but it hits nonetheless. Okay. Ooh, okay. That is 12 points of damage. Okay. Um, including the two points of splash damage, which everyone takes. So that's 12 points of damage. And the other two also take two more points of fire damage. All right. Question. Uh, you just said something that we haven't done in the past. Correct me if I'm wrong. The enemy that gets hit also takes the splash yes. damage. Yeah. So he would have taken an extra four points of damage from those two attacks, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I was calculating it in to my total damage. Okay. Uh, when I said it before, but, but yeah, I was just clarifying because I wasn't doing that up until okay, this very session. Cool. So that's great. Um, and he's on fire. And he's on fire. Um. Okay. And then with my last action, uh, he's going to dip into his. Uh, bandolier one more time and he is going to drink a an eagle eye elixir no wait not eagle eye elixir he's going to take a bomber's eye elixir bomber's like, eye uh, yeah he's gonna pop out like as, as he's dodging these uh these pikes. He's gonna he's gonna guzzle this a potion like off his belt, toss the bottle into the into the river, and um, this will. It's not. It, this gives them. It reduces. They don't get any bonus AC from cover. That happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, very cool. And what's so nice is that you can do that without provoking three attacks of opportunity. Yeah. Very very um, refreshing. Very refreshing. It is the captain's turn. The captain is standing mano a mano with Sir Julie Andrews. Hello, Captain. Sir Julie, you have changed the captain's tactics. Does the captain want to get on there with his boys and start flanking and fucking? (laughs) But instead... there's time yet. (laughs) There is time yet. (laughs) Surrender and your... (laughs) Wishes may come true. <laughs> you see, I mean, just imagine the scene. Sir Julie, paragon of good, big fucking sword. Yomadai emblazoned, or Saren Ray emblazoned on your chest. And this guy pulls out the weapon of Saren Ray. Hooded, white-robed figure with this mask. You can't even see his face as he weaves and dodges and curves this fucking scimitar in the air. And he goes to slash at you! Where's my D20? Here we go. First attack. 24. Miss. Just oh, yes. red hot garbage, and I want this guy to fuck. Here we go. There's time yet. <laughs> I'll say it again. I'll come say on, it. come on. Waiting for 23. Shortly. Miss. Yes. Ah! 
Uh, and you That's haven't so taken amazing. your reaction this round, have you? Try to demoralize me. I dare you. She doesn't have AOO. Yeah. All right. So he is going to move around you to see what his movement is. Uh, okay. He's got 30 feet. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. Nice try. Nice try. <laughs> I'm going to the boat. Uh, and he he leaves and goes to the boat. Coward. Damn it. I see I see the, the devotees of the li- so-called living god are endued with cowardice. I get all my bonuses when me and my allies. It's Ave Maria's turn. Uh, shit. Uh, Ave Maria sees that the captain jumps on the boat and she also says, ah, shit. And then she runs back towards the end of her boat. Uh, stern. Stern. To the stern, stern man. To the stern, Joan, to the south. Um, and she... <laughs> she is going to stand directly in front of two of the Johns in front of uh, Aldo. Oh, she, nice. Russian. She oh, beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Is going to uh, press her hands together, Avatar style, and then release a burning hands uh, in a cone of 15 feet, hitting all three of the dudes in front of Aldo, but not Aldo. Well, can you do that, or can yes. you just angle it in a way that hits your... These yeah. two and not. Yeah, because it like it starts with one, like a fifteen foot cone starts with one square in front of you, and then it spreads to three. So yeah, she can like point it like directly in front of her. It would miss me, and then it would it would hit the other two behind. Damn it! I think you're right. How about a little fire, scarecrow? Yeah, yeah. How about a little fire, scarecrow. And that's what okay. she says in that voice, which means <laughs> nothing in this world, but it's weird. Holy <laughs> shit! All right, so they all got to roll reflex saves. Yep, reflex saves. And one guy's already on fire. That's that's dude. When did you? I thought you had a cleric. This is a fucking sorcerer. Yeah, fireball and burning hands. Oh yeah, all right. She's got a lot of fire. Fiery. I love it. Everyone knows Saren Reyes likes burning people alive. All right, first guy rolls. It's actually in the scripture. If they're evil, she says. She says. Did you? Did you just say that Saren Ray likes burning people alive? Well, I'll fucking burn you alive! Don't you dare say that! <laughs> screaming. What is the unbelievers! What is the save? Uh, 23. The DC is 23. So tw- all right, so the first guy rolled a 24. Bitch. So regular save. Uh, the second guy rolled a 13. Yes. Critical fail. Natural Amazing. 2. Fail. And the third guy rolls a 20. So uh, pass critical fail pass. Okay, so that's going to be just 10 points of damage, then double uh, that'll be 20 for the guy who failed and then 5 for the guys who passed. Alright, so the first guy passed but he only had 3 hit points left so he burns alive. Yes! The second guy critically failed he takes, you said 10 or 20? 20. 20. How great is this? Okay, and then the last guy takes 10. Uh, 5. If he passed, he takes half, which is 5. That's right, okay, sorry. Uh... Great. Okay, so one more guy is dead. Two more guys are messed up. And was Burning Hands two actions? Uh, yes. So my move okay. and then two actions I'm done. All right. A Perfect. little help great, for great, great Aldo. Great round. Great round. Good answer. That was guy number seven. 
get rid of him off the board. All right. All right, this is my, my initiative tracker on Donjon. It's getting much more manageable. Four, three, eight, one, let's go. That's uh, a great feeling, too. Being able to take some of those things off of the initiative tracker as they get killed is very, very nice. Did you guys kill number four? You did. Oh, shit, so he's gone, too. All right, so only three brutes left. Three, eight, one. Where's three? Ah, okay. All right, so this is the one that's next to Skywind. You cowards. This guy's going to go after Skywind. Um, first action is going to be... Uh, I'm going to do Pike and Strike here uh, against Skywind. So if the strike hits, I can either move Skywind five feet uh, or do a fist strike for free or without using multiple attack. So, Natty fucking 19 against Ooh. Skywind. Wow. And Sir Julie cries, Oh, Captain, my Captain. And she gets resistance, nine resistance against that strike with a retributive oh, strike. Amazing. Nice. And I, Troy, would you say that I can stand on the, the gunwale of, of, of the boat or one of the boats or straddle both boats? At an, straddle at both? Right where you are right now? Oh. Give me a DC5 flat check. Nine. Yes. You're all right, LaRusso. Yes. All right. Dude, now what I, if he rolled like a... You just have Sir no. Julie plummet into the river in full armor. Permadeath. I was ready. I, when we when I heard you were doing a river adventure for for this boat, I gave myself an ability to hold my breath for extra long. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you want to resolve first? All right. Well, it was only eight points of damage, so resistant nine again. Skywind takes no damage no because of that reaction. So amazing. And then what's the next thing? You have retributed strike? Retributed strike 19 to hit. Their AC is 19. It was a natural yes. three. A natural oh three. Oh my god, this is And what's crazy. the damage? Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, okay, 20 points of damage. He had seven <gasps> hit points left. Yes! So he oh doesn't even god. get to finish his turn. Sir Julie is just straddling like one leg oh, up I on one gunner, oh one leg down on the other, and she just like does a giant yeah. diagonal strike and just takes this guy's head off. Oh For real, god. this became suddenly just like this <laughs> swashbuckling adventure. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like Errol Flynn here, just balancing yeah. between the two boats, and you kill that guy. However, the captain is still nearby. But there's two more brutes, and they are within striking range of Aldo. The first one attacks Aldo with a plus two from the guy who just died uh, his bosun's command when he said, Kill him! Dustin Hoffman, who's now dead. Uh, That is going to be a 21 plus two, 23 to hit Aldo. Uh, That is a miss. And is this the frightened one? No, the frightened one's dead. Okay. Uh, This is the one that had a little boost from bosun's command. Uh, oh, wait, is this in the white shirt? Uh, or the other one? Yes, white shirt. Okay, so they take their fire damage. They're on fire, so they take uh, two points of fire damage. Two points of fire damage. All right, I'll go ahead and give it to the other guy, too, so I don't forget. Uh, so his first well, That action... guy's not on fire, but this, this, this guy is. I didn't hit oh, the I other see. one directly. I got you. Okay. All right, so... He's got two more actions. Second attack, he's going to just go after you again. And uh, let me just make sure. Plus two status bonus to attack roll. So he gets the plus two again here. 23, 25 to hit. All right, that's a hit. Hits you for, again, max damage, 11 points of damage. 
And then his final action is to use Bosun's command on the guy who's about to attack you. He's like, get him! He's on the ropes! Uh, and then this guy is going to come at you with the naval pike as well. Ooh, I thought that was a natural 20. It might as well be 31 to hit. Oh, yeah, that is a hit. Seven points of damage. Oh, boy. And second action uh, will attack again uh, and miss, uh, even with the bonus. And then third action... Oh, I should have done pike and strike. Budgical cock. I'm going to just... Oh, shit, why did I do that? That's okay. Um, I am going to slide away. Okay. Okay. Top of round three. Could this be the last round? It is Sir Julie's turn. Sir Julie has been an absolute beast. Sir Julie is going to swing her leg around to step onto the back onto her boat and face off against the captain. Ah, the light of Saren Ray has shone upon us and decimated your crew. Now... She'll do the same to you, Ethan. Uh, and she'll take a strike with the greatsword. Take a strike with the greatsword, okay. Natural two. Uh, uh, 18. Uh, uh, not going to hit the captain with that garbage. All right, uh, second attack. You've been ice cold, dude, with these yeah, attacks. Okay, miss with a 20, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I will say... Oh, wait. Hero point. Yep. You want to try and re-roll the second one? Yeah, do it. Yeah, I should I should have done it for the first one. I forgot, so second one it is. Okay, slightly better. 24. 24 against the captain. It's not going to cut the muscle. Oh, oh, it's the captain. Mm. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, any actions left, or you know you moved on to the boat? Move, swing, swing. All right, let me move some of these dead bodies. There's just so many dead bodies. Uh, okay, Atticus. What do you got, Atticus? Um, Atticus is not really sure what's going on. Uh, He's trying to stay safe behind this building. So he will come out from uh, around the corner, and he comes out behind Skywind Freeling and sees Sir Julie in combat with the captain, and there's one other guy behind him. Um, uh, Yeah, I moved him the full complement of his movement so he could be right next to the captain. Okay. I got... Yeah. It's going to be so long before he goes again. But uh, I'll just try to hit this guy. So he is going to, Atticus is going to reach across to the pirate's uh, vessel up into their... I'm no pirate! Yeah, you are, dude. (laughs) I'm a vessel for the living God! (laughs) Uh, You're shaking us down. Make no mistake. We already paid our passage. You're a thief, and you'll die a thief's death. And he's going to pull down from the rigging above... Uh, a beam, like a wooden beam, and just use his telekinetic projectile to rip it out of the rigging and bring it down on the captain's head. What did you do to my boat? What did you do to my boat? (laughs) Natty 16, that is a 31 to Nice. That is a hit. Uh, Beautiful. Uh, Yeah, I was going to cast another spell on him, but, like, this guy's got evasion. Like, his reflex saves. It's too... It's just a little bit too much. Uh... Freaking dropped a die. All right, uh, so come on. Would you get a six? Uh, all right, that's 15. 15 points of damage. Okay, captain's ah, bludgeoning. 15 hit. points of bludge. So move to action spell. Yes. Uh, it is Skywind Frailing turn. What did you do to my fucking boat? We'll talk about this later. What did you do to my fucking boat? 
Uh, she is going to. Mm, mm, she's going to use her rapia. Yeah, let's go rapier right on the captain. Captain V. Captain. Uh, 28 to hit. Hits the captain. So, boom, she hits the captain for 2d6 plus 5 points of damage. Isn't it amazing when you drop a die and it just vanishes out of reality? <laughs> it, was, it was right here. Like it just dropped right here and it's gone. It is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to take the second attack because even I could, for her, the third attack makes sense because of Confident Finisher. So the first one hit for 11 points of damage. Um, you know, it might be fun. I'm doing this to myself, so I don't like it as much. But she has the, dis, uh, her weapon has the disarm property. So... I can use uh, the rapier to try and disarm the captain with an athletics check. Does it take the multiple attack penalty? I would assume so, yes. Uh, It adds the weapon's item bonus to attack rolls, if any, as an item bonus to the athletics check. Uh, And it is a plus one striking rapier, so would that be a plus two? One for the plus one, one for the property? Uh, man, I, if I remember disarm, I think you have to critically succeed to, to like, disarm. Well, if you critically fail a check to disarm using the weapon, you can drop the weapon to take the effects of a failure instead of a critical failure. On a critical success, you still need a free hand if you want to take the item. She's got that hand crossbow, so... Eh. I'm going to read up more on this and just take a uh, second attack instead. Uh, and I missed with the second attack, so now I'll use my third action for Confident Finisher, uh, which is one action, and even on a miss, I get 3d6 unless it's a critical failure. Uh, it is a miss, not a critical failure, so still 3d6 damage. And I rolled 114, so six oh. points of damage to the captain. We'll spend some time on disarm there. I was trying to be fancy. That's what I get. Uh, it is Aldo's turn. Okay, Aldo is going to... Is it? Faced with one, he's pretty badly cut up. Uh, once, when Ave like comes around the corner and like uh, with the divine rage, like blasts these guys with fire, killing one. Uh, he turns to her and he's just like, "All right, Saturday," and he pulls <laughs> off a greenish bottle off of his belt and he smashes it into the face of this guy with a white shirt, the last guy standing in front of him. This is an acid flask uh, that is a 19 to hit. 19 hits exactly. Phenomenal. Yes. Okay. Ah, I'm burning Uh, alive! That is 12 points of acid damage. Okay. And that is 2d6 persistent acid damage. So they're going to keep taking that every... 2d6 persistent on his turn? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you right now, a high enough roll could end him before he even gets to act. Okay. Amazing. Do you have any um, actions left? Yeah, that was my first action. My oh. second action, I'm going to pull off another bottle, a bluish bottle, off of his bandolier, smash it right into his chest. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. That's a hit, and I think this might be it. And 
Uh, okay, and he's surrounded. He's uh, uh, engulfed in bristling static electricity as bottled lightning hits him uh, <laughs> for nine <laughs> points of damage. And he is toast. Yes! Nicely done, yes! Aldo. Excellent. Yes. Wow, only one brute and the captain are left, and you still have one action. Yeah, with his one action, he uh, sort of limps around to the other side of the structure in the middle of the ship, so he has a clear I can see look. him limping along the deck. It's so cool. Dragging his feet through this melting puddle of flesh that is his last victim as the acid boils it away. Uh, yeah, he comes around so he can get a clear look at the last remaining enemies. Okay, let me ask you this, because uh, I haven't done this yet. Uh, it's the captain's turn. If I want to hold my action, is that an action to delay? Yeah. Well, you I think can it's, ready. It's two actions. I think ready is an action, but is delay an action? Um, oh, man. It's two I actions, isn't it? I read this. Yeah, my... Uh... I mean, the chat's going to catch up Delay is... Oh, God, what's that symbol? Oh, delay is a free action. A free action. Yeah, you just delay. Yeah, ready is two actions. Delay is a free action. Okay, great. Uh, the captain is going to delay his action, and it is Ave Maria's turn. Coward. Coward. And just <laughs> and just know that you can't use any reactions now. Like Don't if he talk has to a cool reaction, like you can't use. I it. am a vessel of the living God. <laughs> Ave uh, runs back to the bow along the big building. She can't see anything, but she can hear this dude. Uh, she knows exactly where he is. And she rounds the corner and is in direct line of sight to him. Uh, and she says, Your god is a false one. And you lie to your people. And and before she even finishes like her little speech, just like lightning shoots from her hand. She didn't even mean to do it. She was just really worked up. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, she's like, ah! She can't stop. Uh, and sear, I'm casting Searing Light, uh, so I'm going to do a ranged attack. Ranged John against his face? Yeah, because apparently the reflexes, you're too good for him. Are How you many calling actions? calling your shot for his face? Yeah, oh, absolutely, <laughs> directly at two. the face. Uh, let me ask you this. Is that a two-action John? It's a two-action John. Move, Searing Light, roll to hit. Right there, and I made it just, I had just enough movement to get there. All right, that's... Probably not gonna. Let me see. Hero point. Oh. Yeah, hero point. Use it. Use it or lose it. Use it. Or I lose forget it. what people were rolling to uh, let it hit, but let me just roll. Would you die. roll on the die? Would you roll on the die? An eleven on the die. Oh. oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. Hit? Yeah. You think I would hit? Yeah. Uh, not the captain. Twenty-four. Really? I don't think a twenty-four no. would hit. No, twenty-four no. would hit. Oh, you're only yeah, roll, plus roll. thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Roll again. All right. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, were my spells not strong enough for you? Sorry. <laughs> uh, that is better. That's a 13 on the die, so it's a 26 to hit. His AC is 26. Yes! Oh! That's what I'm oh, talking dude, about! Searing Light is going to light this dude up! Is it more damage because he's evil? Uh, I think it's only more damage if he's, if he's undead. undead. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, or an evil outsider, maybe. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing for that. But it's 5d6. Nice. Let's see. The two actions. Yeah, uh, Joe and Skid, you still have your bottle cap. Keep that in mind as we. Uh, go yeah, I just I haven't missed anything, Troy. Or... Right, right. I totally understand. <laughs> Failed any saves? It's I have not something I've done tonight. So that is 
20 points uh, of blazing light damage. Goodness. Searing light. Okay. All right. Uh, And you're done. So now it is the Resmeri Brute's turn. He slides up next to Skywin and Sir Julie. First action. Uh, Second action is going to attempt to stab Sir Julie. The captain's like, get her! Get her! Uh, Naval Pike, right up in your business. Come on. (laughs) This Uh, Naval Pike just sounds so brutal. (laughs) 25, Sir Julie? Miss. Come on. Nice. <laughs> Clang. Oh, gross. Uh, and I only have one action left. Um, I will use Bosun's command to boost the captain. You can do it, Captain Hicks. Uh, and now the captain will go. Because the captain has this great uh, ability uh, called Gang Up. And any enemy is flat-footed against Argrip's melee attacks due to flanking as long as the enemy is in is within melee reach of both Agrip and one of Agrip's allies. Uh, so he is going to attack you, and you have a minus two to your AC uh, because of this ability. And he has a plus two to attack oh. uh, from the bosun's That's a four-point swing. It's a four-point swing. Sonsy. Some captain that lets his bosom, his bosoms command him. Bosom. What did you call him? <laughs> it's my bosom buddy. You heard me. Here we buddy? go. Buddy. Really, seriously, this guy lets his, lets his crew tell him what to do. Some captain. They're a team, man. Maybe you could learn a thing or two from Captain Hicks. And his <laughs> would you, and friends. How would you want me to tell you what to do? I'm going to attack you with my scimitar. I'm going to kill you with your own god's weapon. Uh crap on my face and chest. <laughs> that is a no, thanks. 30 to hit. That does it. Uh, Alright. This actually is going to be pretty decent because you're going to take uh, precision damage as being flat-footed because he has sneak attack too. So let's get down to business. Have not hit with the scimitar yet. First off, you're going to take 14 points of regular damage. Is that slashing damage? It is indeed slashing damage. 11 points of slashing damage. You're going to take 1d6 bleed on your turn from the scimitar. Uh, and then you're going to take 2d6 precision damage from sneak attack. And I rolled seven more points. Okie dokie. Precision Ooh. damage. That was my first action. Still got that plus two to attack. You're still flat-footed. It is worth it to try and get this crit because he does something cool on a crit. And crits happen all the time. And that's what it's Here we go. Oh, Natural 20 to a fucking natural 2! Yes! Uh-huh. Sweet. Oh, gross. Gross! Um, he actually has a really high third attack um, because his weapon it has the forceful property, so it's worth it for him, actually, to take this third attack. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to attack Skywin because uh, his weapon also has the sweeping property. Um, so... When I attack, if I attack someone else in the same turn and I already hit them, it's a plus one circumstance bonus to hit the other person. Plus, I've got the plus two from Bosun's command, and Skywin is also be, is flat-footed from this. So it's a plus three. It's a, plus, it's a five-point swing if you're following wow. at home. So let's see. Okay. That's pretty nasty. That's a 32 to hit. 
and her AC with a minus two is 25. So that's just a regular hit. However, Worst mistake you ever made. <laughs> Tributive strike. No, my... Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so she All gets right. resistance nine against this damage. Okay. Well, it was 17 points of damage, so she's still going to take eight. And that is a 27 to hit with the retributive strike. Ooh. And that hits him. Okay, that's going to be 21 points of damage. Oh, oh my, my God. Oh. You are an absolute encounter killer right now. <laughs> I love it. 21 points of damage? Yeah. Wow, you just effed him in the A. Uh, <laughs> it's time. That was amazing. Do you know that was the first time Skywin took damage the entire time? And she's wow. been attacked by multiple people. But you saved her every single Protect time. Because right? of Sir Julie. Oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> uh, amazing. Okay, so that's the Captain's turn. We now go to round four. Folks, this is the last round of the night. Sir Julie, what do you got? First attack against the Captain. All right, that's a natural two, so I'm going to use my hero point, because remember, you gave me you gave me a bottle cap for trying to board the ship. two hero points. To uh, re-roll. I hate this rule. <laughs> and that will be a 26 to hit. It's exactly... Nice. Uh, that will be 26 points of damage as well. All right, so the captain is standing there. He's got his scimitar out. He seemed like a badass at first. All his men boarded. I'm sure there was a moment when you knew you were outnumbered. At least if you were not scared, you knew you were outnumbered, and that's bad as a military veteran. This captain seemed badass. He came out with a flourish with the scimitar, but he just couldn't get the job done. And you land the killing blow. Talk to me about it. Yes. So, he, uh, you know, he, he, he was hesitating. He was trying to play, play, he take his, like, take his time and play strategic there. And he struck out against Skywin, which left him open to me. So Sir Julie got a slash up his back with her great sword. And then when he, like, he, like, arced back in pain and she just drove the great sword right through his stomach. Nice. <laughs> there is Your God one. is yeah. false. <laughs> he falls. And the mask just, like, shatters from the blow. It's such a brutal blow. It goes all the way up and shatters the mask. And you just see this scared old man underneath, his face frozen in fear. There is one Resmiri priest left, and he looks at you and says, Spare me, and I will pray to our God to spare you. That is worth very little for me. Very Worth very little to me. Try again. You heard me, heathen! All right, yep. I'm going to throw him overboard. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, got a, I got a second him. and third attack. Oh, she steps back. <laughs> so Julie, Allow me, Ave. I shall take on this burden. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. Uh, that'll be oh, only 14 points of damage. And he's dead. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. (laughs) You guys, uh, as close to the book as we've probably ever been since we started playing this, just handled. It felt different this time. You really did. You handled nine enemies uh, with uh, one bonus ally. There were five of you versus nine. They had some cool abilities, but you came out on top. And now we shall take their ship and rechristen it. The light of the goddess. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. Skywin says no. We could take their ship. We could take their ship, right? No, we're not going to be taking their ship. This is too dangerous. We'll need to burn it, destroy it, so there's no evidence of what happened. 
It'll only be a matter of time before they realise that they're missing, and then they'll come looking for us. So we must destroy it, but we should search it first. I agree. Men, everyone aboard. What do you do? Search the ship. Uh, yeah, I'm searching the ship. Although Ave does say, though they're completely wrong in their actions, I. it would only be right to set them up on a funeral pyre on their own ship, and we should burn their bodies. Aren't there a whole bunch more people on here? Or were these oh, guys slaves below the deck? There's somebody rowing below deck. Funny you should oh. ask. Oh, no. Because you start looking around the boat, dragging maybe their bodies. You see the crew, uh, Dinky Fuss Tumble, Pedro Alec Bam, Spinny Pow. They're all dragging the bodies back onto that boat as if they've done this before. They're going to burn this boat, capsize it, and destroy it. So they're pulling them all, but you guys all uh, help each other onto deck to search. And you look around, and you see trap doors leading beneath. And Atticus brings up this question, like, wait, no, there's, there might be innocent there's people There's several here. people alive below decks, is there not? Are they prisoners, or are they uh, more Resmiran followers? Uh, I'll go save. below deck. I'll yep. open up the trap door and, like, yeah. look below. Who is the... Who has the best perception in our group? I have a 15. I have 11. I look pretty good, too. I have a 16. Okay, I'm I'm going to hand Ave an eagle eye elixir. Um, This is like, here, this might come in handy. It's not uh, divine or anything, but, you know. With a bit of science, and this will give you, I think it gives you a plus two to find, like, hidden compartments and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I have the plus two because I have keen eyes to seek unseen creatures uh, or concealed creatures that are hidden. So I was adding that. Can they stack then, or are they too similar? Uh, I think they're probably different types. Okay, uh, so then I have yeah. 18 perception. Yeah. Okay go over to the trap doors and you open one up and you look below and you see a large uh, cabin below deck with a couple of hammocks several boxes with what looks like personal effects and two large chests and Atticus something about those chests is like your spidey sense starts tingling when you look at these chests but the first thing that hits you when you open the doors is the smell of unwashed flesh. And you look down, and below deck, held to the floor in manacles, are 14 people oh. cowering in fear. And we'll see you in Nashville! <laughs> We're in Nashville! We'll be on Lord Broadway! We kicked the shit out of those pirates. That was awesome. (laughs) What are we going to do with all these people? We're in the middle Uh, of nowhere. Hey, that sounds like a Nashville problem. (laughs) Tonight we celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, thank you for hanging out with us. Get used to it. This is the new normal. This was a shitload of fun. And we will see you live next week in Music City. We'll see you live next week. All right, take it easy, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.
Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.